1: Kristen and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
2: Today is Monday, 22nd day of May. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police located a four year old girl who was reported missing on Sunday. Officials say the child was found just before midnight in the back seat of a Volkswagen Passat near Loretto Avenue and North Street. She was taken to an area hospital, according to officials, but no word yet on her condition. Police initially responded to the child's home in the 7700 block of Revere Street at 8 p.m. Sunday. T- uh, for the report of an abduction. The girl's father said he last saw the child at about 2.30 in the afternoon inside a black 2018 Volkswagen Passat. Uh, police say the girl's father was then taken to Northeast Detectives for questioning on the incident. There is no word yet on whether or how he may have been involved. Anyone with information about the incident is asked to contact uh, contact the detective division. Officials are searching for information on an alleged police impersonator in Bucks County. Falls Township Police said that just after midnight on Saturday at 31, year old woman was pulled over after leaving a Wawa on West Trenton Avenue in Morrisville. The alleged impersonator was driving a black or blue SUV with interior blue and red lights on the dashboard officials say. The woman said the stop seemed suspicious because uh, the lights, because of the lights and because the stop was only a few seconds. She said the lights were bright and they were on the inside of the car. Police described the impersonator as being a 5'9 man with a thin build and in his 30s. The woman told police that the man had a gold badge, carried a flashlight, was clean shaven, and wore dark pants with a plain dark uniform.
0: They say in addition to uh, impersonating an officer, he's also doing Borat, which is a little <laughs> weird. What? Yeah.
3: It's unclear why the alleged impersonator pulled the woman over at this time. Police say that if you are concerned about the legitimacy of a traffic stop, pull over in a well-lit area and call 911 to verify. Officers are searching for surveillance video of the incident, but have unfortunately not been able to recover any at this time. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Falls Township Police. And if you want to remain anonymous, you can contact them uh, by emailing tiplines at falls. TWPPD.com
4: And on weekends, uh, travel to Capital City and watch your ladies while they
3: make a toilet.
0: <laughs> Officer, do you want my license? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 your weekend plans are interesting, <laughs> but... Why did you pull me over?
3: <laughs> A major water main water main break has been capped, and repairs are underway in Plymouth Township, Montgomery County. Officials say the break initially happened at 6.30 a.m. on Sunday. According to the Plymouth Township Police Department, some residents experienced low water pressure and no water at all following the break. As of Sunday night, officials said they were still working to restore water services to 10 remaining customers who uh, were without water because of the break. Uh, the Plymouth Meeting Mall uh, delayed their opening because of the water main break. <laughs> officials <laughs>
5: Two stores? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both T-Mobile stores. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and the jewelry
5: store. And the jewelry store,
3: Right. Yeah. Officials said uh, they would work throughout the night to ensure services are turned back on and expected it to be restored by Monday morning. Uh, both lanes of Germantown Pike East reopened at approximately 7 p.m. last night. However, officials say both lanes of the westbound side of Germantown Pike remain closed between Plymouth Road and Kemal. Crews are working, uh, or they did work through the night to get the roadway repaved, officials said. Uh, They say the work could go into this morning's rush hour, so drivers may want to plan for an alternate route, and we'll keep you updated on if they are able to get that opened. In sports this morning... The Phillies beat the Chicago Cubs 2-1 yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. Rice and Stott hit a pinch hit two-run home run in the bottom of the seventh. And six Phillies pitchers scattered three hits. Uh, the Phils are at home again tonight to open up a series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Zach Wheeler will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 640. In the NBA, the Heat won again, beating yes! the Boston Celtics 128-102 to in Miami. The Heat now lead the series three games to none, and Game 4 is tomorrow night in South Florida. In the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets can complete the sweep with a win over the Lakers in tonight's Game 4 in Los Angeles, tip-off is set for 8:30. In the NHL, the Golden Knights beat the Dallas Stars 3-2 last night in Las Vegas, The Knights are up 2-0 in the series and Game 3 is tomorrow night in Dallas. In the Eastern Conference, the Florida Panthers won the first two games in overtime in Raleigh and lead the series over the Hurricanes. Two games to none. Game 3 is tonight in Florida. The puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And the Union beat the New England Revolution 3-0 at home on Saturday night. Up next for the Union is a game at City Field on Saturday night against New York City FC. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy.
2: Just looking at the roster of things that we have for the day to bring you up to speed. Almost Start with the new word of the week prize. We have what is called the travel table. It's from Shift Outdoors, which is this really cool portable umbrella table, lightweight, uh, and it anchors down to the beach. That thing ain't going anywhere. Yeah. And we have your chance to win one now, and you can check it out at shftoutdoors.com. So we'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize at the end of the program, all leading up to Memorial Day weekend and heading down to the beach. So that'd be perfect to walk away with this week, listen up for your chance to win. We also have, uh, joining us this uh, this morning, speaking of the shore, Mr. Jack Maury, who is the man behind Maury's Piers in Wildwood, and it's the big friggin' deal this week. So, are we announcing what that is later, or can we say what that is now? I mean, now? yeah,
5: yeah. I mean, it says we can say uh, what yeah, it we're is good now. To go. Yeah.
2: All right, so you get a same day ride and water park combo ticket to Maury's Piers uh, for 70 bucks, Unlimited rides for an entire day. Wow. on all three piers and both big water parks in Wildwood, and you get this deal now through Sunday. At WMMR.com, you can use the keyword deal. And uh, tickets are valid this summer uh, from June 9th through September 4th. And supplies are limited on this. That's the thing. So it's a limited edition, and you need to get them before they're gone. So Jack's going to be here this morning. We'll find out the latest on the
0: Piers. Last time he was here, he brought a uh, roller coaster wheel. He uh, did. Which is very cool. So I'm hoping he's going to bring a Ferris wheel today. That would be nice. The whole
2: thing would be very good. So uh, he'll be stopping in around 8 o'clock. We'll get the details on the Piers. And, of course, that all ties in with the live broadcast at Keenan's on Friday. We'll also have joining us today Brian Callen. Brian's going to be at Helium Comedy Club on Friday and Saturday and Sunday this coming weekend. But, obviously, we're going to be out and about on Friday, so we won't be able to see him in person. So he's going to check in today via Zoom. Nice. See what the latest is on Brian and uh, get those tickets. It's why he's got so many shows because a lot of people want to go out and see him. Uh, so we'll uh, chat with him, see what's up in his world. And we also have to award our Coolest Teacher of the Year at Roman Catholic High School. That was the school that was chosen on Friday. Now they get the weekend to vote. And the votes came in, and we now have an answer of who the coolest teacher of the past year has been. And that, that honor goes to Mr. James Flannery. James! Hey. 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 Jimmy. Jimmy. Flannery. Yeah, Jimmy Flannery from Roman Catholic. He is our winner. I'm sure the kids just all call him Jimmy. <laughs> I'm sure. No, he's Mr. Flannery, and I, I don't know a whole lot about him, but hopefully we can find out later on this morning. He is a social studies and English teacher, and uh, he's been there for seven years at Roman Catholic, and he's a teacher of world history, American government, and freshman English. If you're teaching those subjects and people think you're the coolest, you got to be. There's something cool about you in particular. I think so. World history, American government, are heavy, and English three of my least favorite subjects <laughs> in high school. I
0: also understand impression that he taxidermies mice and puts them into little dioramas. Wow. Yeah, I've cool. seen yeah. that somewhere before.
3: I also think if he's teaching, I think if he's teaching those two subjects, that means he has two degrees. That's would
2: possible. Right? Uh, he's also the moderator of the school newspaper Whoa. and the world affairs club. So they just love him over there. At Roman Catholic. So congratulations, Mr. Flannery. We are going to give you the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug and a $50 gift card from five below. So we are hoping to hear from him. If yep. you know Mr. Flannery, you know James Flannery, let him know that we called his name out, or at least the, uh, the students did. And that we would like to hear from him this morning for just a moment or two if he has a chance to give us a call.
0: Now we need to pick another school. If you really choice. Kathy was sick as a dog, but dragged herself in here because she did not want to miss selecting a school.
2: It is her official turn, so we didn't skip her or anything like that. So Kathy's taking the... Oh,
3: I'm so glad I didn't miss this. ...jar... I like doing this.
2: ...of schools. <laughs> She's going to reach in. <laughs> right?
3: Isn't it fun?
2: <laughs> grab a paper and tell us who the next one is. Oh,
3: we're going to Bucks County, guys. All right. Not my high school that I graduated from, but Bristol High School in Bristol, Pennsylvania.
2: <laughs> All right, Bristol... Bristol High School, here's what you need to do. Very, very simple. If you're a student there, just text the word TEACHER to 39333 and we'll send you the voting link and it'll tell you the rest of what you need to do. So Bristol High School in Bucksco, text the word TEACHER to 39333. You have 24 hours to vote, all right? And make sure that you do let them know. Uh, at the front office that uh, they have been included in this and uh, maybe some announcements will be made and uh, they'll kind of get the voting up and running amongst the student body and we'll find out who you think the coolest teacher of the year has been and a little acknowledgement for that particular person. So get on it, if you will, please. Teacher to Let's take a break and come back in a moment. The Entertainment Report, of course, is up and a stupid question all set to go. Stay put. We'll be back in a moment.
6: hate it when some jerk on the radio says hey alexa open mmr uh did it work no okay well maybe hey alexa wake me up to wmmr every day at 6 a.m and if that didn't work just know that you can do that anytime yourself you're welcome
4: get social with preston and steve Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans.
7: I'm kidding. Get more from your store with Acme's
8: Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery
9: needs, more exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores, and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30 day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com fresh pass for program details. Service available in select areas.
4: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give
2: something away. We have a pair of tickets to see comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee Saturday, June 17th at the Met. And the question that I ask you is this, my friend. What... Inorganic molecule does lightning produce? Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. A scientific question for your mind this early in the morning. What inorganic molecule does lightning produce? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. Uh, today's birthdays on the 22nd of May uh, include a songwriter. We're talking about him. He was He's going to have... Um, Uh, His uh, memoir released very soon.
0: Bernie Taupin. Legendary. Legendary lyricist. Elton John would not have had his initial skyrocketing fame were it not for Bernie Taupin. Yep. They were a great partnership. Excellent. And uh, his
2: lyrics, they're, they're so interesting, so poetic. Uh, so unique! I love this song. Uh, this could be my all-time favorite song. Just makes me feel good anytime I listen yeah. to it. Uh, so happy 73rd birthday, Bernie!
10: Hey,
0: hey. The dude who played um, him in the movie Rocket Man. Yeah, good actor. Yeah, and that's the way I'd like to perceive Bernie Tobin as being. Yep. Uh, we also have actor
2: and director Richard Benjamin. Yes, uh, he's 85 years old. Oh my today. God! Yeah, Catch 22, deconstructing Harry. Uh, love at First Bite. He he's, he's Van Helsing's uh, uh, nephew, I guess. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, he's the guy, uh, and he constantly gets screwed over. I never put that together. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, he had directed a lot of things. I ton just, of stuff. He directed The Goodbye Girl and, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. He's 85 years old today. Uh, Naomi Campbell has <laughs> her birthday today. She's
10: apparently
0: uh, become a human. Yeah. Like, she's actually gotten nice, and uh, she was known for a string of... You know, hurling phones at people and and assistants and stuff, and they hated her. Yeah. But now
2: people are speaking glowingly of her. She turns uh, 53 years old today. Uh, Naomi Campbell. Oh, it's Ted Kaczynski's birthday today. The Unabomber. They probably have to do a little something at the prison. Uh, And he turns 81 today. Do you know why uh, the name Unabomber, why he got that name? I assume he trademarked it. Uh, uh, no, I no, don't no. know about that, but I'd always, I wasn't sure, Una, I thought maybe it meant one singular or something like that. No, it's because he was sending bombs to universities. Oh. And so okay. therefore they, the, then the FBI had to give him some something. type of a name. And so they came up with a bomb There's a documentary out, um, there, an interviewer got a chance to sit down and talk to him and they're recorded. Uh, there's a recorded interview with him. And I know this will come out of left field, but he's a nut job.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's out of, he's he's out of left field. Oh, he's yeah. off the hook. Yeah. Um, favorite show though, Laverne and Shirley. Oh. Go figure. Yeah. Well, still <laughs> uh, he uh, it was a family member that turned him in. It was, wasn't it his, his brother? brother. Yeah. yeah. He 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 was this uh, bizarre separatist.
2: I mean, he literally lived out in the middle of nowhere. He and hated wanted, tech. Wanted nothing to do with anyone. He what? He hated technology. Yeah, he hated tech, all kinds of stuff. Man, he's just a disturbed individual. So yeah. Now he's in a supermax prison, I believe. Uh, he's eighty-one today. Uh, Brooke Smith, actress in Silence of the Lambs, she was the gal in the pit oh. who had to rub the lotion on her skin. Okay. Uh, she was also in Grey's Anatomy, and uh, she turns fifty-six years old today. The interesting thing about uh, her in Silence of the Lambs is. Um, the guy who plays uh, uh, Bill, uh, yeah. Buffalo Bill. Uh, and I forgot that actor's name. He's great. But they apparently, they spent so much time hanging out, like, around that pit area that they became, like, the best, best of, of friends. friends. Isn't that wild?
0: Because in the movie, <clears throat> what, what I dug about her character in the movie is that uh, she, she was... She was defiant, still oh, in the yeah, pan, like yeah. she, like you know, he had all this lotion he bought, yes. and she wouldn't rub it on. Uh-uh, uh-uh. How do you make a skin suit if you can't get the skin all lotioned up?
2: But apparently they were they were joking all the time, oh, that's and, great. and having a really good time on that set, which is bizarre because it's so just disturbing.
0: I mean, what is that actor's name? It's not, I, I'm, I'm Ted Levine. Ted Levine was great. He was also on the show Monk. He was the police captain.
2: Yes, correct. Uh, so she, Brooke Smith, turns fifty six years old today. And um, then the last birthday I saw an actress I'm not all that familiar with, uh, Jennifer Goodwin. Uh, she's on Big Love. Yeah. Um, Walk she's the annoying. Line. She's in
0: that movie. She's annoying.
2: Yeah,
3: if it, I think if it's the girl, I think it, okay.
0: She was also on Once Upon a Time, which is a series I loved. Started off great. It sort of showed how modern day fairy tales were brought into being. And then it it uh, crapped the bed, as they say. Mm.
3: Yeah, that, that's her. I don't... Uh, you don't she, like her? She, what was that movie she was in? Uh, something...
0: She's just she not that into
3: you? you? Yes. Yeah, okay. like she annoyed me in
0: that. Right. Uh, You're just not that into her. I'm just not.
3: I'm really not
2: that into her. All right, She's 45 today. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah. Happy birthday today. By the way, right, let's see if we can get an answer to this question. What inorganic molecule does lightning produce? Two one five two six three 263 That is our number. And the caller is Bryce, who we're going to go to. Hey, Bryce. Hey, good
11: morning, it.
2: Good morning, it. And good morning to see you. All right, Bryce. What inorganic molecule <laughs> does lightning produce? Is it ozone? Ozone. That
0: is correct. I morning on. to see you. Hang on. <laughs> I've got to remember to say that. I've got to, you, yeah. I, I'm slowly starting yes, to remember. Uh, thank too. you. Yeah. All right, Bryce.
2: You got yourself a pair of tickets <laughs> to comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee of the Bad Friends podcast Saturday, June 17th. At the Met Philadelphia, and tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com. I would love to, at some point, uh, like our Hey Bitches, Hey What? Right, yeah. Be able to say, Good morning, it. And then everybody responds, Good morning to see you. <laughs> Maybe someday it'll get to that level. Well, well, we, we, we'll see if we can take it out for a spin. Good soon. morning to see you. <laughs> All right. But you have to say it that way. Good morning to see you. To see you. Good morning to see you. Oh, I just <laughs> said that. <laughs> it's <laughs> All right. At the box office, number one was Fast X. It made sixty-seven million dollars. Uh, followed by Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Then you had the Super Mario Brothers movie, Book Club, the Next Chapter, Evil Dead Rise, John Wick Chapter Four. Are You There, God? Was seventh. Followed by Hypnotic, Blackberry, and Dungeons and Dragons. So Blackberry was the uh, yeah uh, show that we were talking to uh, Glenn Howard Glenn, thank yeah.
0: you about uh, on Friday. Um, and you said it's amazing. I, I loved it. And I think it's sort of a limited release. And for it to end up in the, in the top is, is pretty damn good. I'm curious what the last Fast and Furious movie did on its debut. Hmm. Something tells me it did a lot more than $67 million. I have a feeling you're correct, yeah. sir. So. All right, we're going to dive into
2: some of the stories I hear f- here for you. Jade Jagger, the daughter of Mick Jagger, was arrested ...on the Spanish island of Ibiza... You're a bad girl! ...attacking police officers. Oh, not good. Uh, The 51-year-old jewelry designer... 51. ...had been staying at a hotel on the popular party island since at least May 11th. She was arrested on Wednesday along with a man following an altercation at a restaurant. Uh, The man became aggressive with waiters, and the couple were thrown out. Uh, Police were called after the man continued to hurl insults on the street. When they arrived, the man resisted arrest, and Jagger attacked police officers by scratching and punching... Uh, she will be in court uh, sometime this week. It's wild when you
0: think about, you know, f- 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 his kids in the f- f- in her 50s. Yeah. I wonder if he has,
8: he's got a lot of kids, doesn't he? He's got he? eight legitimate kids. Yeah. Uh, and they, they range from 52. She's the second oldest, Steve. We were talking about, when we were talking about the De Niro a couple of weeks yes. ago. Yes. People were pointing out uh Mick has a lot of kids from a lot of women and different ages. His youngest is a guy named Devereaux Octavian Basil Jagger, which is a great name. Uh and Devereux is six years old.
5: Six. I'm sorry, how from many does he have? Eight legitimate. How many total do we know? Uh
2: twenty seven hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More than
5: likely. Yeah. Uh no, I
2: don't I don't know about the illegitimate sure. or, you know, kids or ones that he may not know of. Okay. Six
0: years
8: old. Up to... 52. 52. Yeah, that's his sister. Jesus. Wow.
2: Uh, Kim Kardashian, speaking of uh, kids, opened up about the difficulty she faces as a parent. On a forthcoming episode of a podcast, the Kardashian star said, being a mother is the most challenging yet rewarding experience of her life. And she said, there are nights I cry myself. I, to know
0: I really cry myself.
2: <laughs> she said, like, holy S, this, this effing tornado in my house... Like, what just happened?
0: How did this stain get out of my all-white
2: carpet? Uh, She has four children, of course, with her ex, Kanye. Uh, She's got uh, 9-year-old North, 7-year-old Saint, and 5-year-old Chicago, and 4-year-old
0: Saul. Do you think if you were to sit her in a room and have 20 pictures of kids and showed them to her, she could identify her own? (laughs) I don't know, seeing that the nanny
2: and uh, (laughs) all the others. All the other
0: housekeeper, the gardener, the pool boy. Uh,
2: So the Skims founder added that although parenting is full madness at times, it's the best chaos. On a recent episode of the Happy Sag Views podcast, John Cena opened up about his beef with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in 2012 and 2013. And he's kind of done, he's somewhat apologizing. He said, I got selfish and me living WWE at the point and not having any concept of growth or someone else's perspective. I took Dwayne's comments about the business as not genuine. He said, uh, instead of going like, hey, man, I'd like to try to do this, uh, do this thing to hook you back in. And maybe we can collaborate and really make it big. I was just like, F this. I'm calling this dude out. This is a moment. You gave me an opening. I'm going to kick the door in.
0: I don't remember all the. the uh, I remember there was a little beef, uh, but I don't remember it being too substantial. Uh, but I think what's happened is is that uh, Cena now is in that, Lots of movie roles, hit oh, TV yeah. show role, and he's looking at it from uh, Dwayne Johnson's perspective and going, okay, yeah,
8: I get it now. I can
2: have a bigger, yeah, longer yeah, yeah.
8: career by doing this. I love John Cena because of the work that he does for Make-A-Wish, and, and I started doing a little bit of work with him uh, locally, and uh, they told me last week that John Cena will actively reach out to Make-A-Wish and say, okay, give me four or five. I have time this week to do it. That's uh, so amazing. You know, and he doesn't do it for the press. but He does it just because he he feels like he makes a connection with these kids, and he's just a, a decent person. Let me tell you something, the Peacemaker series is yeah. so
0: effing good, and I cannot wait for season two, uh, and he's perfect in the role. Uh, Cena added that there was a moment where there was a lot of
2: bad vibes between us, and rightfully so. These huh? days, however, the pair are in a really good place, he said. I would never want bad vibes with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, no, I don't think so. So, John of the Majors and Megan Good were photographed together over the weekend for the first time since it was reported that the pair are dating. Uh, majors and Good held hands as they took a flight from New York to Los Angeles on Saturday. And this comes after the Creed actor faces assault charges following an alleged domestic dispute with an ex-girlfriend back in March.
0: Curious to see how everything shakes out with the uh, MCU with him. The word is they're actively looking at other options for Kang. Yeah. Y- you know. Would only make sense yep.
2: just in case. So we'll see. How about
0: John Cena? On a
2: recent episode of the Pillows and Beer podcast, uh, Southern Charm star Madison LaCroix spoke about when she first received a DM from Alex Rodriguez. How did I miss this? From A-Rod. She said, I'm being effing catfish. The dude who's dating Jennifer Lopez is not in my DMs right now. She had told the host, Austin Kroll, who she was dating at the time. Uh, She said, I told Rodriguez, I said, if you're looking for a side chick which clearly he was. Oh. It wasn't going to be me. I'm wifey material, she said. Uh, he kept on FaceTime, and, and then Kroll added, he kept on FaceTiming you ad nauseum. You were like, this mother effers FaceTime me three or four times today. And then he, like, got mad at Madison because she didn't answer when she was on the boat or something. And she was like, <laughs> I'm not at your beck and call. Rodriguez is... Yeah. Red said, and now A-Rod's rep said in a statement, her 15 minutes of fame are up, and she's trying to get a 16th minute. Talk to the hand. Please stop wasting everyone's time with these false narratives. They were false two years
0: ago and continue to be false.
2: This is an I amazing no revelation. I who this person is. Neither do I. Yeah.
0: I don't know the show she's on. I don't know who she is. I don't know who the host of the show is. I know A-Rod. Uh, Nick pulled up her Instagram. She's very attractive. As, as you, you would imagine. imagine. As you would imagine. That's right.
8: Jinx. Oh my God! (laughs) As you can imagine, no, No, she she was was a dancer.
10: dancer. Oh my God! God.
8: (laughs) As you can imagine, what is Southern Charm? That's the show she's on.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all right,
2: let's move on. We do not care.
8: care. Who gives a crap? The world would be
0: a better place when they're gone. (laughs) Jesus! I wish they were dead. I wish they were dead. Uh, well, I have Wendy Williams. Well, maybe That was
2: sorry. a little harsh. Yeah, sorry. So Wendy Williams is not in the hospital, despite a report stating otherwise. Her rep, Sean Zanotti, told the outlet, I can confirm that Wendy is not in the hospital. As reported, I can confirm that she is not in New York. This,
0: what can they confirm?
2: This comes days after the former talk show host pulled out of a speaking engagement to the Atlanta
0: Women's Expo, which we reported on last week. We had audio of her giving a lecture two weeks ago. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah, so I think she still has some issues. Sounds like it.
2: Uh, Scandal stars Kerry Washington and Tony Goldwyn reunited to celebrate Goldwyn's 63rd birthday over the weekend. On Saturday, Washington shared selfies of the pair together, including one where Goldwyn pretended to stick his fingers in her nose. i glad you said nose. And uh, she wrote that she was uh, uh, happy for his birthday. He's clearly very excited. She wrote, "Happy birthday, Tony! Love you so
8: much." <laughs> was he in uh, Angels in America? This yeah. actor,
0: uh, Tony Goldman? Yeah, he is actually. Um, he's also in Ghost. He might be in Angels in America. Nick, <laughs> he Ghost was the. Uh, yeah. He was the uh, the the bad guy in Ghost. Yeah. He was also in um, Last House on the Left, the remake. And Nick, he's-
2: I
8: don't. Am I think he was in
2: Angels of, in America. No, that was Patrick Wilson.
0: Okay. Uh, I think it was a guy who was in that. But
2: um, I do
8: like this actor, though. I just, yeah, I he's got good. Wrong. Yeah.
0: He's also related to the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. Oh, no kidding. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. All right, good family to be related Our to. Or families. Uh, today reports that jury
2: duty actor Ronald Gladden took to his Instagram stories on Friday to share that he was summoned... For real life jury duty, <laughs> alongside a photo of his paper summons of the County of San Diego, uh, Gladden wrote, uh, "Coincidental timing?" Question mark. So uh, he's actually going to get sit on a real.
0: Do you watch any of that show? I've not. I heard it's great. Yeah, it's it's a reality show where everyone is in on the joke or the gag, but the, this guy. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would like to check it out.
2: So, while speaking with Entertainment Tonight recently, Paula Abdul said she had her fill when it comes to appearing on reality television. Explaining that she turned down a spot on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The straight-up singer said, I've been humbled. I got a kick out of that, and it. Uh, I was even, uh, wait, I got a kick out of
0: it that I was ever even asked. Okay, all right, so she was honored by the the query, but she doesn't want to do it.
2: No, she said, I like to be the one on the couch with the popcorn watching with my dog. She said, I feel like I've been on reality television for a long, long time, so she's not
0: interested. Uh, The last thing she did that caught people's attention was when she danced with herself in that, Video, remember it was a it was middle, oh, yeah. of, middle of COVID. Yeah,
2: they they had a, one of her earlier yeah. choreographed videos, maybe maybe from one of her music videos, and she was doing the routine along with it. And she was great. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. still got the moves. Yeah, uh, Michelle Yo hey, Yo. I'm sorry, Michelle Yo. <laughs> Uh, commented on the possibility <laughs> of an Everything, Everywhere, All at Once sequel during a con film festival uh, recently, and she said, there's no sequel. Uh, we would just be doing the same thing. Uh, she added that since starring in the highly acclaimed film, the best thing that has happened is I receive a script that doesn't describe the character as a Chinese or Asian-looking person. We are actors. We are supposed to act. We're supposed to step into roles roles that are given to us and do our job as best we can. That for me is the biggest step forward.
0: There's no way you could do a sequel to that movie because that movie is has so many plot points to it. Yeah. There's so much going on. Yeah, and it was so unique. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's it's just uh, yeah it's, rapid fire. And, and there's no way you could what what more can
2: you yeah. add to that? Story? We forgot something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is it is dense with material without question. Uh, Fans hoping to see Miley Cyrus on tour following the release of her latest album, Endless Summer Vacation. Shouldn't get their hopes up. During an interview with British Vogue's latest cover story, the Grammy-nominated singer said that she's not sure that she can see herself doing tours anymore. Wow. At least not for the foreseeable future. She said, uh, after the last (laughs) Headline Arena show I did in 2014, that's how long it's been. Uh, She said, I kind of looked at it as more of a question and I can't. I don't know.
0: Not, uh, I don't know. Do we have that? Do we have the audio of her vocal fry in the last time, Case? Uh, Are you were playing the video. Uh, oh, you showed me no, the video of a video her video. paired with a, a dog that makes the same sound. That's
5: what it is, yeah. Because the vocal fry thing that we did was with uh, Kim Kardashian for us. Bah,
10: yeah.
2: Uh, she said, not only can't, because uh, can't is your capability, but my desire. Do I want... To live my life for uh, anyone else's uh-huh. pleasure or fulfillment than my own, leaving the question uh-huh. uh, up in the air. Essentially, she's saying she just doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, earlier in the interview, she explained what the hell
7: that. Are you talking about? She prefers
2: to perform for her friends and loved ones in her close circle rather than an entire arena. She said, like singing for hundreds of thousands of people. Isn't really the thing that I love. There's no connection. There's no safety. She said, it's also not natural. It's so isolated because you're in front of 100,000 people and then you're alone.
0: Am I wrong or is she looking better these days? Uh, I, I haven't really seen her yeah. lately, so I don't seen know. Her. Fair amount. She's looking. Uh, we're uh, looking
2: at a photo now, yeah. but I have no idea when that was taken. A little so. more
0: clammed up recently.
2: Benedict Cumberbatch has reportedly been cast as folk icon Pete Seeger in the ah. upcoming Brian Dylan biopic, Complete Unknown. Uh, Seeger, who died in 2014 at 94, played a significant role in Dylan's earlier musical career in the 1960s, uh, helping facilitate his record label contract and inviting him to perform at the Newport Folk Festival.
0: Is it Seeger that sang Puff the Magic Dragon?
2: No, uh, oh, I don't know. Was he Pete from? Uh, I don't know. Wait, I just don't know. I thought Puff the Magic Dragon was uh, Peter Paul, Peter and, Paul Mary. and Mary. Yeah, yeah, that's a different
8: Pete. Oh, okay, hey, there that's we go. Peter Yarrow. So, there we go.
2: On complete unknown stars Timothy Chalamet as Dylan, Monica Barbaro as Joan Baez, and Elle Fanning in an unspecified role. Uh, Woody Guthrie will also be portrayed in the movie, though the actor cast for the role has not yet been announced. The biopic is scheduled to begin production in August. And we are ready for the clips now. Wow. Like a machine. Josh Demol and his friends test their athletic ability in the new film Buddy Games Spring Awakening. And in this clip he talks about his real-life Buddy
4: Games. You know, it's usually like ping pong and, you know, there's wiffle ball and there's golf. There's always one or two events that are just nuts. We'll do it live! F*** it!
2: I don't know what the events that are nuts, though, but... it's quick. I was, uh, the Buddy did. Games' Spring Awakening is in theaters now. Next clip. 23 years after the original story, Burt Kreischer is hitting the big screen to continue the story of The Machine. And here, he gives advice to fellow filmmakers.
11: I will tell this to anyone who ever makes a movie. Don't worry about losing
8: weight. You know what you do? I was just fat in the movie. I just gained more weight <laughs> after the movie. Now I watch it, and I'm like, I look great.
2: Yeah! <laughs> uh, the Machine is in theaters on Friday, by the way. And there you go. That's what I have. I <laughs> hope it gets...
5: Yeah.
0: I mean, I I think there's a little element of it that's critic-proof, but I'd love to see it get some good, good reviews.
5: So, Bert wanted to do something nice for us this week because he can't get us out to L.A. Yeah, for the premiere because we have uh, Kenan's on Friday. So... Uh, he made sure that DoorDash brought us some donuts from Dunkin'. <laughs> oh! And this gift right here, Preston, that you are opening up is uh, courtesy of Bert Kreischer no way! and his team. Yeah. That's nice. And what kind and of donuts?
2: There's a note. It says, love, Birdie boy. The machine opens <laughs> in theaters this Friday. So uh, he's got a bunch of uh, Bunch of different kinds of donuts. I thought it'd be like pictures of him on the donut.
0: No, it's, it's a it's a Dunkin' <laughs> variety. Yeah.
2: All right. So we're not
0: we're not going to
8: L. A. to see the premiere, but we do have donuts. But we well, do have donuts, we have donuts. and uh, we yeah. run on
0: Dunkin'. We could basically snap our fingers and have the uh, you know yeah. We could be neck deep in donuts, but we appreciate it's the a nice gesture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you, Bert. Thank it's you, very Bert. nice. We love you, sir.
2: And we appreciate that, and we wish you nothing. <laughs> But success,
0: yes, machine. Would it be great if this got really good reviews and, and did well in its first week? It would be. We're going to make sure that happens.
2: We're going yeah. to do what we can to make sure that happens. We're going to beg you.
5: It's right. uh, late in theaters on Thursday, and then like like full runs on you know over the weekend. So like, see it Thursday night. Yes, yeah, so Thursday this- night. It's like because I checked, I was like, oh, you know, I was hoping to be able to maybe see it on Wednesday, but it uh, it doesn't open until Thursday. It's like ten o'clock showings on Thursday. And as Bert asked, if you can see it in the theater, it makes a big difference. I'm definitely yeah. going to. Excellent.
2: All right, with that, let's take a break. Come back in a moment later on this morning. Brian Callen stopping in, uh, checking in with us, and uh, more. We'll be right back. Stay put. What's new?
8: Glad you asked. Hey, man, take it.
4: Greta Van Fleet. Hey, man, man. Metallica. Bravo. Larkin Poe. and
10: deeper, We gonna strike
6: New music. More of everything
3: that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. And that's your traffic. on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks,
2: Kath. We missed you, by the way. Oh, thanks. Are we feeling better? Uh, getting there. All right. Couple days off. Yeah. All right. Welcome back and welcome all those back. Um, I saw a couple stories which I uh, kind of tied in together. Uh, about uh, pets, Americans and pets. Is it how much is that pressed in the window? No, it is not. How much? No? <laughs> what is it? The dog walker? <laughs> are you, say- are you is saying? Is it dog another- walker Texas Ranger? <laughs> you know, oh, I, I got. Like I like that. I will just lot. tell you. I- I'll bring a dog and tell you you have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to do. Walker told me I have AIDS. Much is that pressed in the window? Arf, arf! Uh, American pet owners are giving their uh, pets more human names uh, this year. A new study looked into the naming trends among both dog and cat owners across the nation. We just had this conversation. Uh, I forget
0: who we were talking with. A uh, celebrity.
2: Yeah, I think
5: you were talking to oh, Joe Dombrowski. Okay. Was that no, was no about? it
3: was the, the female comedian it, who right. brought her Christina dog Christina and... Hutchins. Yes, Christina yeah. And
0: she talked about giving uh, her, uh, her pet a human name. Mm-hmm. That's His something name was I, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, uh, Kevin uh, McAllister. Kevin McAllister from all <laughs> along. Uh, love that idea. Yeah. Uh, the new 2023 Pet
2: Name Study, commissioned by trusted house sitters in honor of National Pet Month, looked at more than 50,000 pet names registered on their platform, and researchers sorted them by species, dog or cat, popularity, and region. And among the dog owners, uh, the top name is Charlie. Charlie for Oh, my for dogs. God.
3: So okay, we we almost got a dog, uh, but we didn't. What? Uh, yeah, it, it got adopted out. It was like Is that a the spurt. one you texted me. Yes, Nick, okay. it was the one I texted you. Yeah, yep. we we went back a couple times, and oh. he did end up. Get, but when we left, Jace was like, "We should if we get him, we should name him Charlie."
0: Oh, well, it's a go. good dog name. I've always
5: liked that name for dog. Was it a Bernie for a dog? dog.
3: It was not case. He was like okay. the most adorable mix of like a, a golden retriever, a lab, and something else. Yeah,
5: I like human names, and I think I also have a problem. I think it's 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 a me issue where I don't want anybody else to name our dog. Uh, we no, it's the, your, your prerogative to yeah, name the dog. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, no, but like even in my family, I tried to I tried to with Reggie. I tried what? to have like a name it by committee type of deal, and the name that we ended up with, I was like, "No, nah, that's not his name." Well, no, just yeah. don't
0: just don't invite anyone to name the dog, and you can avoid. I'm that. not going to do that. It's anymore. your you
5: you are the lord of that dog's name. Next time I bring it home, I'm uh, here is your dog, and this is your dog. You name. call me. Yeah.
0: All right, yeah. I'll come
2: over. You what? see that as as head of household? That is uh, that's a uh, perk that you get.
5: Yeah, I okay. think so. I Whoever think so.
0: buys the food names the dog.
2: Well,
5: because Reg- <laughs> Reggie was initially, and I don't want to say his name, he was all, he was kind of named by my daughter's classmates. And uh, because, you know, we brought him home and then she sent pictures and what should we name him? And then they're like, oh, how about you,
3: this?
0: You got to cut that crap off. Oh, the I, knees. oh, I
5: do. You always make up the name. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. I, One uh, of my
3: cats has a human name, though Chloe. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely fine. Uh, but the first it, we uh, my, the first cat I ever had in the house that we ever had is a little kid. <laughs> my older brother brought him.
3: Gene, uh,
0: uh, it was Hubert. Oh, Hubert! And Now I have a new Hubert. So well, who, uh, wasn't there a Linda too? Linda was. Yes, I had a crush on a girl in school named Linda. It was in elementary school, and then we had this white cat and uh, Linda. And I, I was wonderful to be able to say Linda crapped in my shoe, or, <laughs> but Linda took a piss in
2: the dog's water bowl. Kathy, going back to the name <laughs> Chloe, even though that's a human name, it's a less common human name. So you know what I mean, as opposed to Dave. Yeah,
0: right. Bob. Yeah. A, was, a more uh, common you know, conversation yeah. a name that'll pop up like yeah. naming your dog Bob is gonna be an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I yeah,
5: I, mean, I agree. Fozzie was supposed to be named Dave, and then I pulled the plug on that last minute just because everybody yeah,
3: considering might... you have like Dave's in your family. Oh yeah.
5: My dad, my brother, my ne- <laughs> my nephew, my brother in law, they're all named Dave, and I thought it would be funny to name him Dave, <laughs> and then I was the last minute I was like, nah, I'll just call him Look Dave. at Indiana Jones,
0: right? <laughs> Right, was it his nickname on the the dog? His dog, right? That was the dog's yeah. name,
2: and it became uh, and his nickname. His nickname, yeah. yeah. So Charlie beat out second place was
0: Cooper. I like Cooper too. I think that's a cool name. Uh, followed by Max. By the way, all these names I that are traditionally more masculine names I like uh, as women's names okay. as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, so that was followed by Max, Lucy, and Bella.
0: Bella. Yes. Is that still a carryover from the Twilight series? I don't know. Maybe it is. Huh. Uh, meanwhile. What are your, 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 Rook and, um. Haley. Haley, yeah. Yeah, we let
2: the kids name them. So, okay, yeah. That's a human know. name. I like those <laughs> Yeah, Haley's Haley. a human yeah. name. Uh, Rook was, but listen, no matter what name you give your pet, uh, even at first, like, I thought Rook was a bit of an odd name.
0: And now, he's, he's just Rook. Yeah. Are you, are, he, that's who he is. Will yeah. you always call the dog by the name that's on its driver's license.
2: Yes. Yeah, okay. Imperial, out of respect. Yeah. That's a way to do it. No, I we have a 1000 names for each one of the pets. <laughs> Cuz Rook is like uh, you know, we call him Fuzzball, Buddy, um uh what else we call him? Uh Bubba. I love it. Uh we just have all kinds the, of names. The more
0: the merrier. So yeah. Hubert is and I don't know why but now he's Umberto. Umberto. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I don't like that. know why. Uh so Charlie topped
2: Leo. As a cat's name, so Charlie is also Who the most Where's where's the dog? Is this Charlie? <laughs> for not only for for dogs, but for cats, Charlie topped uh, Leo. Who as, is
0: Charlie? As the Where is the best. This is it Charlie from the
2: Kennel Society for feline pet owners. Yeah. Uh, then you have Max, Sophie, and Stella. Stella rounded out the top five for cats. Stella. So, chances are, if, if somebody's got a pet, there's a good shot at its name being Charlie. Uh, and they also have, they've broken them down by state. Oh, all right. Their favorite dogs. All right, so I, I, I didn't go through the entire, because it was one of those maps that has the and name written that. on each state as opposed
0: to a list. Make a friggin' list. So, if you ever, if, if you make a friggin' list. Make a friggin' list. <laughs> it's hard for Preston to read it. Duh. <laughs> What would Charlie's... Well, and Charlie! Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who is Charlie? What's... uh... Queefstain. Is Charlie? Queefstain? That's my cat's name. (laughs) Yeah. And my dog's name is Flaming Thunder Turd.
5: (laughs) Too many syllables. Queefstain! In your
0: world, I'm hopped up on coke all the time.
2: Come here. Uh, So, no, in uh, Pennsylvania, the top name for dogs is Charlie... Uh, and for New Jersey,
0: top dog name is Molly. I like Molly too. I like that. It's a drug name. Yeah,
5: yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. How I mean, is how is Molly spelled as the as a drug? Is same it, way, same, same way. There you go. That huh. was going to be my name if I was a girl. Molly. Molly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it's my niece's name. Is Molly short for anything? Well, no. uh, so a bunch Millicent. of different things. My friend, my daughter's uh, friend's name is Molly, but her real name is Mary. My real name is Molly Stephen Michael Morris. Yeah, so it's uh-huh. it's really a nickname. It's not short for anything. It's
10: not like
3: my mm-hmm. a great grandmother was Molly, and it was just Molly. Just Molly. That was her name.
5: Okay. <laughs> my great grandmother did Molly. Uh, for
2: <laughs> uh, for Delaware, the most popular dog name is Gracie. That's right, H uh, A yeah, B. Berenson Allen, yeah. Gracie, and then uh, top cat names Pennsylvania Bailey. Huh, Bailey. Uh, New Jersey is Max, yeah, and for Delaware, Otis. <laughs> I like
8: Otisburg. Uh, um, I like the name Otis.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. These for names work
8: for me. Milo yeah. and Otis. What's that? Milo and Otis.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Was Otis the cat or the dog? No, no, the okay. remember. Okay. Uh, I had a friend who had a uh, pug named Otis, so that will always.
8: That's what I think of when I hear the word. With name Otis, my brother always called that movie "The Adventures of My Little Scrotum."
0: <laughs> yeah, because it kind of sounds like that. Uh, let me ask you: uh, Do you like the older, traditional Rover? Uh, you know, Not really. Classic dog names? No. I think they're. I think they sound. They don't sound nostalgic to me. They sound like you didn't
11: try.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me get a couple of calls here. I'm going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning.
11: You guys rock. Hi, Hi Thank Mike. You. Mike, what's up, bud? Well. Like Steve, I have a few cats, <laughs> um, and a couple of them I have named after guitar players. So we have Lita named after Lita Ford, <laughs> and we have Rody named after Randy Rhodes. Nice. And then I also have Chucky, who is a mutant. He has a very stubby tail. And initially, we named him, well, I named him Stubby, and the rest of the house really didn't like it, so I changed it to Chucky. And the reason I changed it to Chucky was because I was watching Sons of Anarchy, and there's a character on there named Chucky, and he gets his fingers cut off. So he's Stubby, and the cat's Stubby, I named him Chucky. But you didn't go with a guitarist.
0: I thought, So for Chucky, oh, I would I assume had, a, perhaps I, Chuck Berry, and perhaps your cat likes to fart in Hooker's faces. <laughs>
11: No, not quite, but we have enough cats and enough names. And uh, All I right. A, I think there might be a couple other guitar players in there. I'm not sure. But you know what? <laughs>
0: Don't, do, Mike, I do like the idea of, uh, and it's something that people sometimes skip the notion of going thematically with pets, pet names. I, I like yeah,
11: that. I, I wanted to do all guitar players, but, yeah. you know. Well, there's a couple. I, 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 had, I, I had to compromise. <laughs> there's a couple of
2: guitar players that have stubby fingers, like uh, Tony Iommi from uh, Black Sabbath. Oh, and... that would have been
11: cool to call stubby. Damn it. I wish I would have <laughs> and
2: didn't jerry garcia have a he's uh, missing a finger, yeah, he's he's a finger. Missing he, finger. He, jerry he would
11: have been a good finger.
2: one yeah okay all right
11: yeah so all right guys have a all right good take one. it easy thank you
2: uh hang on a second here we have uh brooke hi brooke good morning <laughs> what's,
7: up? <laughs> what's up brooke oh my god,
11: uh, oh my god. um <laughs> okay so I have two pets. One is Buster, normal dog name. And then I have my distinguished hamster named Eugene.
10: Eugene.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh Eugene Eugene is is a great name
3: for a hamster. Why
0: Eugene, Brooke?
3: Uh, When I met him, I just looked at him and i said wow that is definitely
2: eugene right there all right sometimes it just it just happens it just the the name just falls right in your
0: lap you're correct all right i like
2: that
11: it's absolutely
0: sort of a you know as obviously you're naming when you name a kid you're giving a name that they're gonna have to employ on on and you know throughout their lives and so on and so forth but there is sort of a a It's it's sort of an identity for you as the pet owner where your sensibilities are at yeah i like this let me go to kim
2: hi kim good morning Good morning, it. Good morning, and good morning to see you. What's up, Kim?
5: <laughs> I have three dogs. Um, we have
3: Artemis, which we also call Artie. Uh, we have Mo, and we have Pippa. Pippa, Pippa.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Artie, Mo, and Pippa. I like yeah. Artemis. Yeah, Artemis yeah. is a good name. Yeah, but, but you never call him. You call. You don't call him Artemis. You call him Artie.
5: We call him Artie. We call him Artemis when he's misbehaving.
2: Yes, All right. of course. Absolutely. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. By the way, I think dogs should have a middle name, too. Yeah. For when you get angry with them, you can say all three names. The full name so that yep. they know you're serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they really right. were perceptive. Yeah, we should get back to doing that, doing full names for dogs. Do you the know who else name.
0: was named Artemis? Artemis Gordon was James West's uh, partner on the Wild Wild West. Mm. And I always liked that name, Artemis. Uh,
2: let me go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Morning. Yes,
11: sir.
2: Dadzooks, my man, what's up?
11: Uh, so I want to talk about my two cats. Me and my girlfriend have two cats. They are named Gigi and Lily from uh, like from Chicky's delivery service. <laughs> what are the names again? Gigi and Lily. All right. Lily, and, Lily, they're, and, Lily, and they're Lily. from
2: what delivery service? I'm not familiar
11: the the
0: the studio ghibli movie kiki's delivery service the anime movie oh, oh no no I, so I, I thought you were did. talking about another thing no I that I don't know so yeah oh well that's cool at least that's that's a theme I, I like that uh, yeah. you know and then you you keep adding in on that uh, I mean to me it's uh it's an opportunity where you can get crazy get nuts with names and yeah. uh, have some fun yeah
2: right, but- well, well done well, it says here wait I want to hear about this it says you call your cat queef as a nickname <laughs> You can't leave that out, dude. What,
11: what do you say? I'm like, queef things. I'm like holy crap, I got a call. <laughs>
0: well, that's the money shot. Yeah. The, an-
11: the queef over yeah. the anime
0: every time.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Chris. Oh, Appreciate top
0: it. Top <laughs> All right. Uh, so
2: for uh, dog and cat owners, picking a name can sometimes be the hardest part of being a new parent, it says here. But... Uh, some people are turning to the kitchen for inspiration. 13% of cat owners name their pet after a food or drink. <laughs> and the most popular food-inspired names include pepper, mm-hmm. ginger, honey, <laughs> cookie, and peanut. I can see that. We had a cat named Peanut. Right. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Cookie. That's a good name. Yeah. Uh, just like Cookie Googleman, Goo Cook <laughs> Cookie Google, Goo Which is from uh, Best in Show. Yep. Um, and dog owners, let's see here, love naming their pup Aspen, uh, what? and uh, cities and towns like Par- Paris and Brooklyn. Uh, meanwhile, cat owners prefer Salem if they're looking for a map. Salem the cat, yeah. Uh, yes. some Sabrina. hmm Uh, the top fictional characters that cat owners name their pets after are Tigger, Simba, Zelda, it's a great idea, <laughs> Chester and Thor. Our one cat was named Bagheera from Jungle Book. All oh, right, yeah. and dog owners prefer Winnie,
0: Zeus, Gizmo, Thor, and Mickey. The fun thing to do is if you have like teacup poodles and you name them Thor and yep. Drummer. Um, yeah. Yep.
3: My brother's dog is Zeus, and he's yeah. like this goofy little with like fluffy ears <laughs> and like does laps in the backyard.
2: <laughs> Hang on, I, I like this. It. Let me go to Jack. Hey, Jack. Good morning.
11: Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks,
2: buddy.
11: Hey, so we uh we got this little gray and white cat about uh, three years ago. And you, we don't like to name it right away. You like to kind of let it, you know, try to figure it out as it goes instead of just picking something. And uh, so I'm eating chicken wings on my couch one night <laughs> watching television. And this little tiny cat jumped up and ran away with one of my chicken wings. <laughs> and a few little... Chicken wing. So, lo and behold, <laughs> the cat's it, name is Chicken Wing. The cat's duck. name is Chicken uh, Wing. Uh, that's as pure
0: and and as good a reason as any, and it's that's that's perfect. Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we tell
4: me one wingy. <laughs>
0: we had a cat, Thanks, that came in as a foster cat, and so the cat had kittens, and and uh, the kittens all got adopted out. And so we were going to get this cat adopted out, but she she doesn't present well. She people come over and she's too shy, and you yeah. can't make a case for somebody adopting this cat. So we kept her, and and she, she's just mom cat. That's what we call her all the time. Mom her cat. name is mom cat. Yeah, and it sticks. After all, you get used to calling. What was it? you didn't name one of your cats?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. forever the black cat. <laughs> the black cat. The gray cat. Yeah,
2: I had a friend yeah. who had a, a cat named Brer. Yeah, because yeah. that's the noise that he made. Brer. Brer. Uh, let me go to Christopher. Hey, Christopher, good morning.
11: Morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks,
2: my man, what's up, bud?
11: Hey, I had a family friends growing up. They named their dog Fred C. Dobbs <laughs> Jr. They never had a senior or a third when they always called him, like, Dobby or Jr., but never actually called him Fred.
0: Fred C. Dobbs Jr. Isn't that a, bo- a Bogart character? Isn't Fred C. Dobbs? Isn't that from, uh one of his one of Bogart's classic roles. And I don't I'm gonna do a quick check on that. Yeah, uh Fred C. Dobbs. But but I like that name. It's it's a full appropriate middle name and everything. Person.
2: Especially with a junior thrown on there because there was no senior and for no particular yeah. reason. So Fred C. Random be different and
11: Yeah, when when Dog was in trouble it was Fred C. Dobbs Junior stop it.
2: I love it. Thanks man. Appreciate it. Uh Nick just found something. Yeah. Humphrey Bogart played Fred C. Dobbs in what movie? Uh, Maltese Falcon, the Maltese
0: Falcon. Uh, no, he no, was Treasure of Sierra, Sierra Madre. Madre. Yeah, Sierra Madre. There you oh, go. You've been Sam was, Spade in Maltese Falcon, It was right? the sequel to Maltese Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's a, <laughs> uh, electric Boogaloo.
2: Uh, by the way, speaking of, of dogs, uh, I saw this as well. A recent study revealed the worst city in the United States for not cleaning up dog poop. Can
0: I take a guess? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco. No, you were right when you
2: started. Francisco, say yeah,
10: that's fun to say.
2: Seattle is wow. number one well we just San
0: Francisco is number two uh-huh. appropriately uh-huh. we just had Mr. D the comedian in on Friday and he was talking about watching people openly mm-hmm. take dumps in Seattle yes yeah, yeah. so uh, apparently the dogs are in on that too so. I like it uh the dog it works for me yeah San Francisco was second I left my heart in a pile about yay <laughs> big in San Francisco well, I had tacos. Uh, So, San
2: Francisco, then Pittsburgh and Denver. Home of the poop knife. Uh, That's
0: right. That's right. Pittsburgh. Yeah. They know how to poop in public.
2: Uh, They search for a complaint. Pittsburgh people poop in public.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what we love about them.
2: A lot of rivers, a lot of poop. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, Tony, uh, Tony Bennett is Absolutely. an expert in feces. Absolutely. Yeah, being in a... Love
0: the human fecal matter.
2: Man, I'm in San Francisco, so... One of the
0: great attractions is San Francisco.
2: Uh, they search for complaints... Homer of, home of
0: uh, <laughs> And poop. Cable cars. Cable cars. Uh, you know, sweaters in summer and poop. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, so they search for complaints... Alcatraz! People...
0: Golden Gate. The Golden Gate. They got it all.
2: And poop. Uh, they search- ah, a po-
0: Auto thefts.
2: They search for complaints my of uh, people letting their dogs
0: off leashes. Thomas near and dear to me about a city I love that's literally bathed in human crap. San Francisco. Thanks for remembering. You can put your pants down and crap yourselves in
2: They search for complaints of people uh, letting their dogs off leashes in public parking dogs and, of course, not picking up after their dogs. Uh, The report also revealed that Tucson, Arizona, was the home of the most considerate dog owners.
0: (laughs) We have some wonderful... So in my neighborhood, the dog owners are really terrific. Everyone, you see them picking up after the dogs, scooping up stuff. But sometimes you you walk in an area, or like a park that's supposed to be for people to go... You know, uh, hang out in, and there's dog crap all over the place. It's like, come on, I mean, it's not San Francisco.
2: I, I showed you guys. I took a picture. It was last year, or the year before, of literally a um, uh, a complimentary dog bag dispenser. Oh yeah, and it says, please pick up after your dogs. Yeah. And at the base of the pole where the, that is holding this complimentary dog crap dispenser, which was full, mind you. Was a huge steaming pile of fresh dog crap. That's just, that's actively, yeah,
0: horrible. They probably brought the
2: dog over and told him to poop right there on purpose. For a picture. It's like, come on, man. Don't do that. By the way, the worst behaved dog owners in the country live in Pittsburgh. Poop knife. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Toilet in the middle of the room. People in Pittsburgh prefer poop knives? Yeah. yeah. They the, like a little Play-Doh fun factory. And uh, Seattle is third. Uh, just Coffee behind. and poop. Second place is...
0: Starbucks.
2: Newark, New Jersey. Uh, so they have, the, they have the worst behaved dogs.
0: Have I've you had. ever seen someone openly take a, uh, a dump on the street? Uh, I, I, one of the most... No. <laughs> I remember it. Mm-hmm. And this is years ago. We went in to see the Christmas tree in New York. And New York was, you know, Manhattan. And we, parents taking the kids in. And this is in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> there was a dude taking a dump. And I'm like, and I, as a kid, I remember going, that's that's amazing. <laughs> wow, thanks for taking us here, Mommy.
2: Nah, I saw a guy spank it in front of me in San Francisco one time. That was wow. interesting.
0: And that's just disgusting. I know.
2: Seriously. Yeah. We were we pulled up to an interstate. I was probably like thirteen years old and uh I look, I turn my my head, and there's a dude who is a homeless guy, unzipped his pants, reached in and just started yanking away. Yeah. Right in front of me.
0: Liquid Waceroni. Yeah. Hi a Hill. There's your San Francisco treat. All over your windshield. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? <laughs> <Close to me. laughs> I
10: assume you'll be leaving now.
2: That's just horrible. Horrible. Uh, This other story, uh, since I'm the dog walker or whatever it is today, uh, just in time for the summer dining season, the U.S. government has given its blessing to restaurants that want to allow pet dogs in their outdoor spaces. Uh, But even though nearly half of states already allow canine dining outdoors, the issue is far from settled with many diners and restaurants pushing back against uh, the increased presence of dogs. Uh, Tracy Chu Parisi, a food blogger in New York said I'd like to be able to enjoy my meal without having to worry about fleas, pet hair, barking and entitled dogs and their owners. So uh, she said hang on a second. She said she was once startled by a dog that stuck its head in her lap while she was reading a menu.
0: And that that shouldn't happen, uh, but most of the time when I've been out and I've taken my dog, we used to go to the the Ugly Moose when it existed and Manny and yeah. a few other You know, uh, alfresco dining situations, Chelsea was very well behaved, wouldn't do that. Uh, If your dog is prone to being rambunctious, you you shouldn't take it to one of those situations. But for the most part, my experience is when people have brought their dogs out, it's been fine. You know, like they know that
5: they're suited for that. Yeah, outdoor seating, I think, is different. I think it's very presumptuous uh, that everybody is going to be okay with you bringing your dog Mm -hmm. into a restaurant.
0: Yeah. Um, and, or, and, and, you know, it's not, not every restaurant lets you do that. No,
5: no. but I mean, I personally don't mind. I, yeah. you know, I love <laughs> dogs so much. I don't right. care. But, like, I do think, you know, there are people out there that, that are A, afraid of dogs. Yes. B, allergic right. to dogs. C, just don't or, like
0: dogs. What if cats are having dinner that yeah. night? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they think don't about see that. It.
2: What is this? Uh, that's like, you know, listen, and I love dogs. I, I definitely do. I have uh, two dogs that I love to death, but, uh, I, I don't like when people bring their dogs to work. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a place for, and unless it's a service animal, or if you're in a bind and there's absolutely nothing you can do, but I'm just, I just don't think it's a good idea. I don't. I mean,
0: just... I, 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 it's it's pleasant
2: to see the animals and everything, but we are here for a purpose, and there are things that need to get done, and sometimes that can get in the way.
0: I just don't assume everyone loves my pet the way that I do, you're right? And yeah. that's, that's a, but but still, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. If you're going to do it, you know, know your. If your animal has ever torn apart a small person, or right. like, <laughs> probably don't bring them to a restaurant.
5: Now, uh, when I got Fozzie, I had like all these hopes and dreams of being able to bring him to soccer games and baseball right. games and stuff like that. And then I found out in pretty short order that uh, he likes to bark at everybody uh, all the time. <laughs> yeah, and same so, here. I yeah. thought the same thing. Yeah. Like it's great, we'll be able to take dogs socialize. just nope. Your jokes oh, crack
0: me up, Preston. It's right out of a funny farm. <laughs> 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 the footage you have of them, you got to the to the beach.
5: Hey guys, wait. <laughs> They're gone. Yeah, But I did like, so I was at my daughter's, uh, my daughter's uh, lacrosse game last year and somebody brought their dog. And uh, you just assume that if you're bringing your dog to a public event like this, that maybe the dog is friendly. So I kind of like leaned in, you know, like, hey, buddy. And this thing was like, yes. he better oh stay God. back. He won't say to baby. <laughs> but the lady. What are you bringing him here for? But the lady kind of gave me crap as if, like, how dare you? Yeah. And I was like, well, don't bring a dog that doesn't like people yeah, to
3: a, a people event. You know, you just assume. <laughs> oh,
10: don't be mad
2: at me. Slut. <laughs> back to this story. Restaurants uh. have been.
10: Required to allow... how did that make you feel? (laughs) Slut. She was a slut.
0: Uh, I assume. (laughs) A (laughs) South American lumber... You know, you work it out. Uh, So, restaurants have been
2: uh, required to allow service dogs for decades, but it wasn't until the mid-2000s that a handful of states, including Florida, Illinois, and Illinois, began passing laws allowing dogs into outdoor dining spaces. 23 states now have such laws or regulations, but the legal landscape is confusing, Uh, Michigan law doesn't allow dogs in outdoor spaces, for example, but lets restaurants apply for a variance from their county health department.
0: I think you don't, you know, just you don't be presumptuous. Find out if it's okay. And and, uh, again, make sure your pet, as you said, is not a a lethal instrument of death (laughs) before you take it out to the cafe. (laughs) One
2: last quick story here. Uh, So if you are going to travel... Um, you have to weigh whether you want to put a, uh, a pet in a plane's cargo section all alone. Uh, there are endless rules about pet sizes, breeds, and carriers to consider. But now a new era is dawning for passengers flying with pets. Private airline company K9 Jets mm. has started offering pet-friendly flights between New York and Paris, Lisbon, and London. Uh, their mission is to provide an on-demand, pay-per-seat
0: private jet for you and your furry friend. Uh, this is actually kind of brilliant. Uh, there, there have been occasions where airlines have, there have been issues where they were sued because a pet didn't survive, you know, wh- whether with, in the in the compartment where the pets are kept or whatever. So, you know, uh, listen, Pierre once sent Lucy up to, was it Cape Cod? Several it's, times in, 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 a, a limo. in a
2: limo. Yeah. Uh, so you have two choices. You can buy a separate seat for your pet, or your pet can sit on the floor with no additional charge. Although the company offers fixed prices for its seats, and passengers are only expected to pay for the seats they buy, uh, private jet comes with some expenses. So a seat on a canine jet flight uh, is only going to cost you about (laughs) $9,000.
0: Man. Uh, That
2: that includes uh, uh, snacks and refreshments. For the dog or you? Both. Okay. Yeah. $9,000. That's
5: it, huh? That's it.
0: Listen, for the uh, well-to-do pet, parent who's just a dotes on their animal that's going to be an absolute necessity yeah and they're going to love that you can spend nine thousand
2: dollars to fly
0: or take a family to hawaii yeah (laughs) or you could do that (laughs) all right all right so i thought
2: it was a couple of interesting pet stories pass along this morning all
11: right
0: i (laughs) are you walk? are you Dog
2: Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, there you go. I like Dog Walker, Texas (laughs) Ranger. I think it's the best name for it. Um, I would like to remind you that we chose a new school for the coolest teacher of the year. It's Bristol High School. Obviously in Bristol, PA. Uh, so we want 9 through 12, because it's a 7 through 12 school, uh, to text word teacher to 39333, so you can vote. We named this morning from Roman Catholic, our school that we chose on Friday, Mr. James Yay! Flannery, as the coolest teacher of the year, social studies and the English teacher at Roman Catholic is going to get the coffee mug, and he's going to get a $50 uh, five below gift card. Excellent. Which is what the uh, teacher from Bristol High School will as well. So vote. You've got until tomorrow morning around 6 a.m. Uh, to get that vote in. We are going to take a break, but I I would like to give away some passes to see about my father. It's a movie starring Sebastian Maniscalco and Robert De Niro. Uh, uh, and Who Mace. is Charlie? Where is he? That's is this Charlie? Alright, so the screening is today by the way, 7 o'clock at the PFS East in Philly. So you need to get there by 6.30 to get a seat. If you are free to go tonight, uh we'll take colors uh, 5, 6, and 7 at 215-263. Yes. WMMR, and we will put you on our list. We'll be back in just a moment.
4: Stay with us.
1: Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's Weekend Calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword Weekend Calendar at WMMR.com to get the list.
4: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address uh, on on the web, Preston and Steve dot com.
2: Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com.
4: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Let's do the bizarre file and fire that baby up now.
1: Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File.
2: Brought to you by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. Uh, Okay, listen. We were just talking about this last week. A man is dead. His two teenage sons were wounded after a grenade they found among their grandfather's old belongings exploded inside (laughs) their Indiana home on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We were just talking about this last week. Casey was asking how deadly... It's the blast range. Here you go. According to the sheriff's department, someone pulled the pin on the explosive, causing it to detonate inside of the residence. It was a real, (coughs) live grenade. Uh, When deputies arrived at the scene, they found an unresponsive man who was later pronounced dead. The man's two sons, ages 14 and 18, were taken to a local hospital where shrapnel wounds Uh, The bomb squad also responded to determine whether there were any additional explosives in the house. Homicide detectives are investigating the blast. Uh, No other information was immediately available. Uh, Casey, you know, we were talking about this last week. You know, that show I was telling you about Deadliest Warrior. Yes. Even though these are fragmentation grenades, even if you don't get hit by the fragments, the concussive force alone can kill you. And that's, you know, the, I'm sure that was part of the uh, contributor to those people dying. Yeah,
5: I never realized that until I watched uh, If You See the Hurt Locker. yeah. And uh, yeah. in the very opening scene, it's a concussive force that ends up killing that guy. Yeah. Right, yeah. right.
0: Cracks his skull. All
2: right, for the third time this month, there's been a shark bite in the Florida Keys. And on Friday, a fisherman was hospitalized after a shark bite. But this time, the shark struck while he was on land. How does that happen? All right, so a 35-year-old man was fishing off a dock. The shark was on the dock with the angler when it took a bite of his foot. Uh-huh. It's unclear if the man who was not identified reeled in the shark or how it ended up on the dock in the first place. Casey, they're on land now, I know! And they're biting people. He was flown to Jackson South Medical Center. His condition is unknown. I don't know if the guy actually stuck his foot
0: in the shark's mouth and then it bit down or what. They say the shark got into a waiting Uber and left. Oh, and they so have something was up.
2: Okay. All right. A shooting in Indiana that injured two people after a 3-year-old accessed a gun led to the arrest of a man wanted for murder in Illinois. This is bizarre. Trayshawn Smith, 23 years old, was arrested after he visited a hospital with non-life-threatening gunshot wounds. Investigators eventually determined that the shooting that sent Smith and another victim to the hospital occurred when a three-year-old was able to access a gun and and fire a single round. Uh, The police department said officers initially found both shooting victims at a hospital where they were being treated for non-life-threatening injuries. They later determined that the shooting occurred at an apartment complex in Lafayette, Indiana. The other victim was the child's mother, mm-hmm. and Smith was a friend of the mother's. Uh, Smith was arrested on an active murder warrant from neighboring Cook County, Illinois.
0: Now, it's not the way you want it to happen, but it's no, pretty wild. But yeah, it's yeah. pretty wild that a three-year-old who got a yeah. hold of a gun happened
2: to shoot somebody <laughs> who had a murder warrant out that's on him. That's a them. trick shot. Yeah. Claudia Jimenez woke up Thursday morning to find flames ripping through her apartment with the front door blocked by the blaze. She and her two young daughters were trapped, and all she could do was call for help. She said, I open my window, and I started yelling, please someone help me, there's a fire. And even before the firefighters arrived, help came from an unlikely place. Joe Holland, who's a homeless man, and his wife were camped out near his apartment, and when they heard the screams, he ran to help. He said, all I see is this lady pull open the window, and she's screaming, please help me. Hollis got under the window, Jimenez said, and told her to drop her two children to him. Uh, She said he was right underneath and was like, yes, throw your daughters out. I'm going to catch them. I'm going to get them. Uh, First went one-year-old Valerie. Next up was eight-year-old Natalie. And then Jimenez threw out the family's two dogs. Hollis safely caught each and every one of them. But then when it was her turn, Jimenez froze. She didn't want to come out at first, according to... Uh, uh, the who was Hollis Holland. She said he. She was scared uh, that she was going to fall, and I was like, "Don't worry, I got gotcha. you." Jimenez finally made the jump, landed safely in Holland's arms. The fire. Wait, my
0: china uh, cabinet. Uh, the fire My safe. It's an my safe. My piano. I'm a piano player. It's how I make a living. <laughs> I'm dish- go to hell. Uh-huh.
2: The dishwasher.
0: I just bought it.
2: Uh, So the fire department soon arrived to fight back the flames, and as things... My lucky boulder! As things calmed down... You have a boulder! uh, The grateful family said that they owe Hollins their lives. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) While Jimenez and her family are safe, they lost everything, as did many of the residents in the building. Community members are now raising money to support the survivors. The cause of the remains, uh, the fire remains uh, under investigation. A few unexpected, uh, Kathy, this story is all about you. A few okay. unexpected visitors have one family ready to move. According to uh, Zakia Brown, she and her family have been forced to live with seven possums since last oh, week. God. It all started on May 11th when Brown noticed the first one while she was in the bathroom painting her toenails. She said, I looked a couple of times and thought I saw something, but the third time there was something. It was on the side of my foot just sitting there. How do you not notice a possum that's painting its own toenails? No, she was painting her toenails. Uh, The interactions have Brown fed up with the situation. She Said she found one who was just looking to hang out in the bathroom. She said earlier this morning, my kids were getting ready for school. My daughter went to go brush her teeth, and it was just hanging on the towel rack. Just hanging out. How you doing? (laughs) I like your nails. That's
0: a good summer color. Is that peach?
2: She said my son, my 13-year-old, kind of trapped him and grabbed it. Uh, Possums are mostly nocturnal, but are sometimes seen in daylight, especially when food is scarce. The last few were caught during the day, and Brown said that that is enough for her and her, fam- and her family. She said now that they're coming out in the daytime, it's time to go. Was because it? it's been the last two. We caught them in the morning before the kids go to school in the bathroom, so it's just like,
0: I'm out of here. Wasn't a eating cat food and...
3: In, no, my parents' house. Yeah. It was yeah. living in my parents' bathroom, and it was eating the cat's food. cat was losing weight, and then my dad blamed it on the tenant that was living in there because <laughs> the possums basically threw their crap and smeared it all over the walls. I guess oh they were God. trying to desperately get out, and my dad blamed uh, the poor... Uh, tenant that was living oh, in there.
8: Oh, man. <laughs> so there was doo feces thrown all over the Everywhere. walls? Everywhere. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Did you guys... There was a story last month where uh, the Mets were broadcasting in Oakland, a, a game, a game against the A's, and they had to move <gasps> booths because there was so much possum poop in the Mets' Booth that they, they it smelled so bad that they well, had to go down. The, yeah. Feces thrown so, all over the walls. A, a possum will mark its territory with its own crap. Well, the A's play in a really run down, terrible stadium yeah. at this point, and so it's been literally the the radio booth was taken over by possums. That's how. So
2: Horrific. Uh So Brown was able to catch three of them, but she said there are still four of them loose in the house. Oh my god! And she said that there has not been too much help getting them out. She said she called the animal control last there's week. A
0: possum on my Peloton.
2: But as of Thursday, she still has <laughs> not heard anything. She's getting a workout in. Uh, she said they never showed up. Thankfully, the police did, though. But no animal control. Brown talked to her landlord and is set to move out by next week because oh, they're don't just envy them taken over. And that is the last story that I have for you in the Bizarre File. Let me give away some more of these movie passes. So this is a screening for tonight, by the way. Yeah. And I realize I have more than I than uh, I thought. So we'll take seven callers. Seven. And give you passes to see the movie about my father. It's Sebastian Maniscalco and Robert De Niro. So it's tonight at 7 o'clock at the PFS East. And then it's going to hit theaters on May 26th. So if you're available to see a movie at the PFS East in Philadelphia tonight. Uh, then give us a call, and we'll put you on the list. Seven callers right now, 215-263-WMMR. You we're take, sick
5: son of a bitch. We're
2: going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Jack Moore, he is scheduled to join us and some information about the peers and all that's going on and a big friggin' deal with MMR. So we'll get to that in a moment, too. And also, don't forget uh, Bristol High School. You guys get to vote for Coolest Teacher. Text word teacher to 39333. We'll be right back.
6: Friday. It's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore. Starting with the legendary Preston and Steve Broadcast. This year with a 25th anniversary twist. Live from Kenan's North Wildwood from 6 to 10 a.m. Presented by Coors Light. Then join Pierre Robert on the air at noon. For a sneak peek of MMR's finally Summer Weekend. Pierre tracks three of his favorite album sides on vinyl. It's the perfect playlist while you head to the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach. For Brent Porsche's 4-Hour Happy Hour and Live. Live broadcast. Don't forget, you can listen anywhere with a free MMR app or just ask your smart speaker to open MMR. Happy summer from 933WMMR. Everything that rocks the Jersey Shore.
2: No secret, this Friday we're doing a little soiree at Keenan's in North <laughs> Wildwood. The official opening of the Jersey Shore, and uh, the gentleman that's sitting to my left has actually been at that party. (laughs) I remember that uh, when he stepped out onto the stage, and we're going to be doing it again this weekend. We are ready to welcome to our studio the man behind the name of Maury's Piers, Mr. Jack Maury. Welcome back, Jack. Thanks.
12: Good morning, guys.
2: Nice to see you again, sir.
12: It was nothing like uh, Keenan drinking beer at six a.m. <laughs> right? A.m. Absolutely. So <laughs> it's a whole other world out
2: there. And after we, uh, after we, uh, you know, kind of let that come and go, then we're headed to the piers, ready for a summer of awesomeness uh, that you guys always have set up. Which, by the way, I want to, I want to point out, we do have MMR's big friggin' deals: one same-day ride and water park ticket uh, to Maury's piers for seventy dollars, and that's wild supplies last. That's sensational. So this is. This is, it's going to go quick. Yeah. So you yeah. need to go to WMMR.com right now if you want to participate and be a part of it. You guys have over 100 attractions, rides, everything all said and told?
12: Yeah, we lost count. Uh, we lost we <laughs> like to build stuff down there. That, you know, that deal's so good, by the way. I'm thinking about getting in. It was 70 bucks? Okay, yeah, 70 bucks. You. Yeah. Put you. me down. You. I, I'll buy one. I got all right, it. you'll I got get one. one. Yeah, That's how it. good it is.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Will you keep expanding and improving and, and all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, there, there's just a... Uh, Again, I said it to Preston, I think last year felt uh, really good, but this year, uh, I'm sensing so many people are going to be heading down to the shore a lot and and just going to absorb every bit of it. So, I'm thinking
5: a banner year for the shore this summer. hope so. You never
12: know. Weather gods will usually tell. But there's there's a good vibe going on. Yeah,
5: yeah. Weather gods are usually nice with the Cape May bubble. Uh, You've heard about the Cape May bubble, right?
12: I heard about the bubble, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
5: it's it's real. I mean, it really does exist. I I hope
12: that bubble extends out of the Cape May courthouse (laughs) bubble. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Got a little vestment out there that uh, hopefully we'll talk about.
2: Well, yeah, what Jack's talking about is uh, they opened up a nine-hole par-three golf
10: course.
2: You were excited about this. In Cape May courthouse. I was reading about it yesterday yesterday actually and yeah absolutely because as an avid golfer i play a lot um working on your short game uh par three course is the absolute best way to do
12: that yeah so listen we're not done we're not done with the peers well well hopefully we'll never be done we just like to build yeah. stuff but uh we thought that we'd um we thought that we'd uh, reach out a little to the golf business and the reason we're doing it is because you know golf can be a little pretentious mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and listen i i can be pretentious i can play a pretentious game of golf i like that but our goal is to take pretension out of golf, expand the market, make it more welcoming for kids, for families, for uh, for starters, and uh, starters as in first-timers. Um, and so we have nine new short tees in, ad- in addition to the back tees. Yep. Um, back tees are really hard, bring a lot of balls. Okay. And uh, short tees are easier but still really hard. Uh, but again, the goal is to really expand the the market. So we put our name on it because we think it's a whole new family thing.
0: Well, yeah. when I see it says shoes are optional, is, is that does that mean golf shoes are optional or shoes shoes, shoes are, are optional?
12: Ah, yeah, shoes. She, beer is mandatory. Shoes are optional. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. So, sandals, barefoot, whatever, man. Come out and play, right? Yeah,
12: we got little beer beer holders and uh, all the tees.
2: I love that. No, that's great. <laughs> Listen, yeah, the more people you can expose to the game, and, and it, it's an easier way to expose people to that game because it can be expensive and exclusive and all that stuff. So, yeah.
12: We want to be agree. more approachable, less expensive. Shorter commitment of time and a hell of a lot more fun.
2: Nice,
12: uh, you guys. The family business has been going on since
2: 1969, right? 1969. That's nice. Right. That's and, starting to
0: make me old. And I... <laughs> no, it's all good. Older and better. Yeah. What, what, what uh, of the new cluster of um, of uh, you know additions and so on and so forth? What's got you most stoked about uh, this summer season? Out there.
12: Uh, Well, separate from golf, I'm I'm living in a golf world right now. Right, right. I I got a golf bubble, let alone a Cape May bubble right now. Yeah. Um, But in addition to that, I've been working on a project for about ten years that finally is starting to sort of you know come come to life. And uh, for some reason, I like shipping containers. Uh, I like them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So much so uh, that we have three new attractions: um, uh, Core Brothers, uh, New Hurley's Fries. Can't get enough fries. And uh, and the new game, all made out of shipping containers uh, on our southernmost pier, Adventure Pier. And so the goal is to have this whole sort of retail marketplace, local food, local stuff. Um, It'll take another year to get going. Uh, It'll take another year to to sort of fully get fully developed. Right. Uh, But I think it's a cool thing. I saw it in – so my son went to school in Australia. And he was like, I you know, had all this long hair, and he's talking all this mate stuff. So right. like, you know, my wife and I were like, "We had to go get him. He's not coming home." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the process, we stumbled upon uh, Christchurch in uh, New Zealand, and it was the it was a post earthquake uh, thing, and they had fantastic shipping containers. It was just it was magnificent. So yeah, it's, I've been working on this for ten years, so uh, finally got a little action
0: for, for store for uh, store locations for, for for all of those applications. Great, there are people actually just. Buy those and live in them and mod them up as oh, homes.
5: Oh
12: sure, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could. Uh, I, yeah, my wife was not that interested in
0: that. She didn't just, like that
12: <laughs> idea. I, I We are. You know, we guys know where I live. We're practically neighbors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to do that, and she said no. No. At <laughs> okay. least I can, I can yes. tell you. You don't. You don't save any money using shipping
5: containers. I learned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I actually was riding my bike past your house one time with my buddy Chuck, and I was like, "Hey!" And I we like met one time, like, "Hey, do you remember me?" And you were like, "Can you help me put my jet my <laughs> my uh, top back on my Jeep?" Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. As a you got a fact. Jeep too, right? I did. I did. It's, yeah. a, it's a two door. It's not a stick though. It's a, it's an automatic.
12: Yeah, we need. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> I
5: know. A... Some people say it's not a real oh, Jeep.
2: Uh, Casey, I had my first uh, Core Brothers over the weekend of the season. Oh, man. Did yeah, you go with Saturday. the orange and... Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Orange and vanilla? Yeah. Spot on. So for no. those
0: who have not been, what is Core? What is...
2: Uh, it's soft ice cream. Yeah. Uh, but their signature is is orange and vanilla. It's like a sherbet and, uh, and ice cream mixed together. It's like a dream sickle. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Nice. I, like,
12: I like vanilla. You like just a yeah, straight you up vanilla? vanilla and you get a curly fry and you stick the fry in the... Uh, <laughs> we're talking
0: about... Eat ass. it that way? Yeah. It's, now it's you're training so like an Olympian yeah. when you're doing that. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Right. <laughs> but what, that, it's what, about you know having the pass to do that. So
2: the 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 pier that I haven't been on, Jack, to to experience, are the ones with the um, and and Casey. You know the names of the of the piers better than it, I the do. this is the
5: adventure pier you're talking about with the big swing and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the oh giant my wooden my roller coaster, God. the the slingshot, the swing. Yeah, oh. the, the the more adventurous rides. Do you have you been on all those rides? Oh yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. What's I mean, your favorite? You personally, Jack Maury's favorite. It's always the next ride.
5: Yeah, no, no, it's always really the next ride.
10: <laughs> yeah, I okay. Can't, I can't talk about that.
2: Right, okay, right. All right. well, because a little while back the tram car was the newest thing, and you would uh, uh, come out and you were highlighting that. And uh, yeah, that uh, that's, was my favorite. That's a fun roller coaster. And, uh, it's the next
10: one. <laughs> okay.
12: <laughs> I mean, if I had to go with one true yeah. classic, it's the wood coaster. Are you really? Are you a
0: hard? I mean, are you a hardcore uh, coaster aficionado? Do you, Do you get the thrill? Because I know some people. Uh, after a while, I, I I love them. I still love them. Yeah. But some and, people just grow tired and, of.
12: Them. Let me tell you what. I, I'm I'm a pretty lucky guy. But yeah. If you ever get a chance. Just one chance in your life to build a roller coaster,
5: do it. Yeah, yeah.
12: (laughs) It is so much fun. It's got to be.
5: I think your whole family are adventure seekers. Steve, if you are ever down in Wildwood and you see a Red Baron uh, uh, open biplane doing loop-de-loops, that's your brother, is it not? (laughs) That's
12: my crazy brother.
5: (laughs) And he's the president. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Do you ever ride with him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
12: We we took a low-altitude trip one time from Florida, uh, from a a 1,000 feet. All the way up here. And from about, Florida at 1,000 feet? Yeah. And some of it was upside down. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Jesus. That sounds pretty cool, though, when you <laughs> stop and think about it. Yeah.
12: Yeah, we raced. Actually, my wife and uh, son were coming back from school. You know, you go through, through a lot of fuel with these things. So mm-hmm. we would, we, they were driving. We were flying. We were racing each other home. Because you don't go too fast in this thing at 1,000 feet, and you need a lot of fuel. And uh, we beat them, like, by five minutes.
0: Does he Does he, uh, does he race? Do the the the, the racing for the flyers sometimes will do? No, no, okay, no. just just uh, little aerobatics, and
5: he just lollygags goes yeah. up there, and just <laughs> upside
0: kind of down. down and that's not, I don't know what the
5: hell he's doing up there, but well, I I can't tell you how excited I am for this. I mean, we um, you know, uh, we have a, a text chain, and it's you know, it's uh, from the moment Labor Day hits it is a countdown to Memorial Day because mm-hmm. Memorial Day is the official start of the summer and we, you know, are, are honored to open up the summer officially in Wildwood at Keenan's but... I'll tell you, like my kids, you know, you, you start at the water park at like 930 in the morning and they can just and go all day long. And, and to do that for 70 bucks, you know, unlimited yeah. rides and, and water park, it's a steal. Look
0: at the kind of ding you take at other places. Oh, you, sure. know, you know, it's, it's definitely saying you, you guys just rave about it all the time. So yeah.
2: so WMMR dot com uh, for a limited time. As soon as you can uh, get those tickets, uh, get them now because they, they will be gone. Trust me on that. Um, I wanted to ask about hiring. Uh, um, are you guys still looking to fill positions, Jack? Because uh, I know you need a lot of people to run those piers.
12: Yeah, we do. We need uh, roughly fourteen hundred a year. Yeah, and uh, we, oh. have, we get about uh, five hundred from overseas. We'd yeah, love, we'd love to hire all Americans, but uh, that's not not possible. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, we're still hiring for sure. We're still hiring. All okay. right. Yeah, and we're uh, we're pretty good pay too.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Most of the
12: locals are pissed off. We're paying too much. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a couple more seventy dollars tickets. Yeah. I think I'll be getting a job to our own company. No. If the golf thing doesn't work out, I know where to get a job. That's right. <laughs> Just work for yourself. Yeah.
2: Uh, so we actually have a pair of same day ride and water park tickets what? to Maury's Piers and what? Yes, we do. What? In Wildwood, <laughs> unlimited rides on all three piers: Surfside, what? Mariners, what? and it, and Adventure Amusement what? Piers. Uh, and uh, both big water parks, which is Ocean Oasis and Raging Waters, it's our big friggin' deal. So uh, I'll let Jack you pick the number caller, and we'll uh, we'll give him to it. What what number do you like?
12: What number number from what? To what n- number you caller
2: you pick? Any yeah. number, pick it as long as it's not like three hundred or something stupid <laughs>
12: like that. Uh, okay, it'll be nice. the length of the short tee on number nine, sixty-nine. All right, sixty-nine. All right,
2: two one five two six three WMMR. You will get the same day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers in Wildwood. And if you go to WMMR.com and want to order these while supplies last, just type in the keyword deal, and it will take you right to that. So.
5: And I just want to bring up the fact that uh, we're going to have more of these to give away today. It's our lesson question. Um, nice. for the whole day. Nice. Yes. Excellent.
2: Yeah. Well, listen, ma'am. We're going to be down there on Friday, and uh, I'll be down there all summer. So I'm sure I'll run into you in the Crest somewhere at some point. I'll
12: be looking forward to seeing you yeah, you're there on the links. And uh, don't forget, we have uh, night golf coming up at the. Uh, we having a full moon party, June 4th. Night golf, LED balls. Wow, <laughs> really? Sky's going. You got to try that. I've yeah. never played night golf. Uh, that, you'll, you'll have
2: it. That's got to be fun. Bring a lot of balls. All right, definitely, <laughs> man. Good to see you, Jack. Thanks for being here. Hello, Jack Maury Guy from Maury's Piers on the Preston and Steve Show. So, very cool. man, summer's happening. Oh, my God. I, it can't come fast enough. Yep. Uh, and, of course, obviously, Keenan's. That's uh, the whole kickoff, mm-hmm. and that is this Friday. And you are more than welcome to come and join us. We encourage it. All people, new or old, who have been uh, doing it for years or never been, we'd love to have some first-timers out. By the way, the next night, Saturday night... Uh, Kyle's band, the FM band, is going to be playing Ooh. special guest at Kenan's. I'm going to get up and jam. Aha! Uh-huh. I yes. knew it. Yes, I knew it. Kyle sent me a, uh, a recording of uh, one of their songs, and uh, I've been practicing, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. All right, maybe I'll play a couple songs. With All you. right, then I'm going to come. So, will you?
5: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to watch you play. Yeah,
2: and him sing. Yeah, he's phenomenal.
5: Yeah. So wait, uh, he's going to be singing the song that you're playing. Yes, right? he okay. is. All right,
0: good, yeah, good, it's good, a good, good one too. All right, you so. you don't, you don't uh, give it. Give a hint. Don't mm. give it away.
5: No, I don't want to even want a hint.
2: You don't want to know. I don't give a hint. Surpri- I'll, I'll surprise you. So come out, and I'll find out around what time I'll be playing. If you If you want to come on and see that, but anyway, um, Nick wanted to send
8: some congratulations oh, out. Yeah, and I thought this might be a good time to do that. Sure, as good as any. Um, yeah. My son uh, does this thing called Science Olympiad, and um, they won states last month, which is pretty cool. And if you win states, you get to go to nationals. And uh, nationals is uh, nationals. It's the whole country, and so Ben's team at Harrington High School came in fifth wow. na- in nationals, which is yeah. a really big deal. And so a big country, yeah. And and um, I was just—I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of the entire team. They work really hard year round, and uh, science Olympiad is. Um, Stuff that I, I would never, ever be good at. Like he gets his brains from his mom, so I appreciate that. And it's all, all this engineering, and they do flight, and um, they build cars and stuff. Jeez. It's fascinating. I'd be tapping out. A, yeah. few,
2: a few years back, Carter did this thing. I, I think it's a little bit different, but it was like an academic Olympics type of thing. And they, mm-hmm. then they went to
8: states and everything, and it was really, really cool. Yeah, it's, it's like that except just more engineering, although okay. there are academic sides to it as well. But they got to go to Wichita, Kansas. Uh, last year, the finals awesome. were in um, uh, Caltech. Uh, this year they were in Kansas, so they didn't get to go to Caltech last year, and then next year they're in uh, at Michigan State. But uh,
0: Nick, uh, w- one year I, I got a star for always having tissues on me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. It was second
8: grade. Uh, always yeah, having yeah, tissues yeah, on yeah. me. Yeah,
0: you, we always had to have s- tissues to blow our noses. But yeah. they yeah,
8: they live-streamed the uh, the uh, finals, and we didn't know where he was going to finish, so Andrew and I were sitting there on the couch watching it on Saturday night on live stream- on YouTube, and they called Harriton in fifth place, and I, I jumped. It was like uh, they <laughs> did it when the Phillies went. I got so excited because we didn't know where he was going to finish and, and how well, the team was going to be. Did it! And so we were super pumped. And uh, I put that video up on Instagram. Um, and uh, and you could see Ben accepting the award on stage oh. in his blue suit. He looked like a million bucks.
2: All right. So I was asking, I was going to ask if that was the new suit that it you was. guys got.
8: Okay. Yeah. We went right. to uh, Men's Warehouse last week. And Preston, you and I were talking about this at one point. But um, I had such a pleasant experience <laughs> at Men's <laughs> Warehouse. I was blown away. And I'm, this is not an ad. I don't, you know, but there was a guy named Ron that met us there. And Ben is 16 and he's kind of like a, Someone, sixteen-year-old, sometimes right. who doesn't talk a lot. Ron was making jokes. He got him to try a bunch of different suits on. Brought a, a bunch of different ties. It was such a positive experience. I was blown away at how like uh, how much fun I had at, at, at suit shopping, dude. On on the couple
2: of occasions where I've had to go out and get suits, mm. um, it's
8: always been a really
2: cool experience. Well,
8: and you know us, like Steve. How long was that shirt free that you're wearing? What's his name? Yeah, the shirt free. that you wear? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, some
5: and harvest, same and T-shirts.
0: Yeah, this is this is for me is formal wear, yeah. right? Yeah.
5: <laughs>
8: but I saw a picture of you in a tux, not that long ago. It was a formal affair for some pet charity, and you look like a million bucks. Thanks. We don't feel yes, like to, a million, yeah. <laughs> but we don't have to do that very often. No, that's so, why I rent so often. <laughs> so when we do, and you get to dress up a little bit, like yeah, I don't know, it feels good. Yeah, but, but it but does. I, I it think does.
2: that that suit salespeople. Uh, if, they're, if they are worth their merit, they are they will make you feel... They should. ...really right? special. Yeah, I, it's been my experience. On, on the occasion that went... Because I went to Joseph A. Bank, okay. yeah. uh, Nick, and there was a woman that was, uh, that was taking care of me. And, and it was just... I don't know. Something about it. It's something that feels...
1: Oh, you're a tall drinker.
2: No, 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 no. It wasn't that at all. Ooh. Definitely not that at all. No. But what it did was...
1: We can't take out that crotch anymore. What are you
2: packing down there? Uh, what it did was... It made me feel like an adult. Yes.
0: yes you know what I mean? You well, know, Suits are associated, unfortunately, because of the, the our Suits are associated with two things when you're in radio, uh, funerals and weddings, and that's yeah, it, yep. uh, as opposed to your normal work attire. But when I do wear, like I wore a, um, I, I went uh, John Wick for a wedding recently. I went all black. And it was, <laughs> it was great. And people were going, hey, John Wick. And you do feel a little bit better about yourself. So what happens is, I think salespeople that work in that industry, you can make you can make that a career. You can be an effective oh, salesman yes. and make that your career. Yes. Those
8: people understand and know how to work you a little bit. I'm not yeah. saying like it's a scam, but they sort of they read you. Sure. There's a scene in uh, My Blue Heaven where Steve Martin is trying to get uh, Rick Moranis <laughs> to dress up a little bit. Yeah, Barney yeah. Cooper Smith, uh-huh. and, and he says sometimes to feel better on the inside, you got to look better on the outside. True. And and I. You know, again, Steve, like we wear what we wear year round and we're lucky because we don't have to dress up. We're not in sales, you know, but even in sales, um, they don't have to wear suits anymore. But they look better than we do, always, you know. And but yeah, when I, when I dress up and like or go suit shopping or whatever I do, I feel like a, a bit of a, a man. When most of the rest of the time, I feel like I'm, I'm just a kid getting away with it.
0: There's a point where I had I had two tuxedos, which f- f- fell in one. One fell uh, into the moth issue that you had, oh yeah, uh, and then the other one was just horribly dated and, and bad. But yeah, I, I, I used to occasionally wear suits more frequently, and you, I, you felt like James Bond. Yes. By the way, I, I
2: remember being at the at the suit shop and and. I asked her, i have forgotten the salesperson's name, but, uh, I'd asked her, I go, and it was just me, I felt like such a moron saying, I'm like, how do you fold pants? <laughs>
0: uh,
2: you know, because they'll, they'll do
0: it. To this it. man here <laughs> yeah. just asked me how, how to fold pants. He's not a man. Because when you hang
2: them on, on the hanger, the way they do yeah. it, it, the lines are perfect. The crease down the front is, stays exactly the way it's supposed to. And when I do it, it just doesn't work. And she showed me. And I thought it was going to be in this involved process. And it was just folding in the opposite way that I did. <laughs> and I'm like, of course, yeah. you idiot. You can tie a tie, correct? Yeah, but sometimes it takes me a good three, four shots to get right. it right. There's nothing wrong
0: with that. I, I don't know, I'm do just it not a lot. good, And
2: I never have been able to tie like an effective wins or not yes. with the it's dimple so hitting easy. right in the middle and everything. Do no, a-
0: it
5: is not. No, it is. And so. For I'm, you, I- you're I- gifted. Well, I mean, I tied a tie every day for, you know, 13 yes. Yes. years or whatever. Did um, that start in first grade case? Actually, no. It was a clip on for a long time. Okay. I think I didn't actually start tying a tie until fifth or sixth grade. And one did of you always two. tie wins or not? Uh, it, no, it wasn't until I got into high school that I was able to tie that perfect triangle with the dimple. So, uh, Ben does not have to tie a tie every day, he
8: does not yeah. have to wear one. So he needed some practice. And I did the thing, Preston, where I was like, listen, I'll tie it for you and loosen it and put it over my head. And then yeah, uh, yeah. he's like, no, I want to do it. And, but, but like most things in life, there's a YouTube video. So we, we practiced yep. and we mm-hmm. did it a bunch on, on Thursday before he left, The um, oldest to stand behind him and. And, Dude, he, it's yeah, yeah, but that's kind of weird. Like I know it's very angle is different when it's not your head and your neck. You sure you a tie tie? No, don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. But he ended up doing just fine, and uh, and he looked like he looked great. And yeah, wins are not as the way to go. Yeah, I uh,
2: I pull up one of these videos yeah. every single time that on the rare occasion on the maybe once a year where I have to wear a tie, and I watch the video just to remind myself of how to do it, and I sure enough screw it up every <laughs> single time.
7: <laughs> how many times um, a
2: year do you think you have to wear a tie? Once. Once, maybe twice okay. at the most. Yeah. I'm a probably... It, it depends on what age range you're in, too. Because when you're in the everybody's getting married range, uh-huh. where you're friends with those yeah. people, then you're going to have weddings. And then later on in life, when it's everybody's kids are getting married, you know, which I'm not there yet, but right.
0: that'll be the next and Then the everyone you know is dying.
2: Yes. And <laughs> then, yeah. Mo. Yeah. But I mean, I I really don't uh, I don't wear a tie often at all. Yeah. I've never worn a clip on.
0: I don't think I've ever had to. I don't even think I've ever owned one. I used to. <laughs> I had a I I guess a clip on was given to me. Maybe I wore it once, and I was such a stupid kid. I I played with it like a toy. I would just I would put a regular a t-shirt and yeah. like hey.
2: Uh, no, I I would never wear a clip on just uh, for fear of uh, oh it fell off and yeah. oh my God you're wearing a clip on yeah. or it gets yanked off. I you you wear do like that. a fake
0: shirt that's just the front half. Uh, I should do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Casey, you're watching the video of this. That's not how I tie. I tie. was going to say you don't. Then you're not tying a full Windsor, I guess. Well, mine so. looks good too. So well, as long as it looks good, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so Yeah. Do we have a tie around here? Uh, no. That's why a clip on is. It, listen, if they can't tell it's a clip on. Now, one that I will never attempt is to self-tie a bow tie. Oh, my God. I tried that. That yeah. looks way too
0: complicated. I'll tell you one. I'll go you one step better, Preston. I will never wear a bow tie because it looks stupid. <laughs> uh,
2: Marissa, hang on.
6: I always thought it was intimidating. I went on YouTube, on YouTube and it's really not that hard. It's not. It's like, well, like I a mean, t- you like, yeah. you... you, you Tie it over once, and then you put up half of the side, and then you tie it over again. Yeah, and then you pull the other side through, make a bow.
0: You might as well, you yeah, know, really be building the head. Drawn? Collo- I, I doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah, like like a regular. When you get a tux bow tie, it's already tied. Yeah, right. But that's technically like kind of a clip
2: on. It's you know? a clip it around, yeah. Really. A clipper, yeah, you're it's
5: right. A clip around. Yeah. Um, I saw a clip really, around <laughs> <laughs> I saw a funny meme the other day because if you're, you're seeing all these prom pictures these days. Yeah. But it just said, uh, you know, isn't it funny that like all of your kids are now dressing like this for prom? And it was a picture of Pee-wee from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And I'm like, yeah, you're saying, saying that people are? Oh yeah, it's the it is the it might not be the uh, red bow tie, but it is the gray, uh, really slender suit with like um, short pants. Oh uh, okay. yeah, so that's
3: that's the suit that, style that's now. That's the exactly. style right is now. The, the... Showing your socks. Yeah.
5: Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've been excoriated. Higher... A higher
2: uh, pant leg. Yeah, it doesn't,
3: like, they, it used to meet a portion, like, it used to meet a part of the shoe, and now, yeah, now it's, like, a little really? bit. We just call that out. high
5: waters. Yeah, Oh, we the... call them floods. Yeah, floods, yeah. Floods, so high we... waters, that makes sense, too. But, yeah, now, like, it, if you take a look at, you know, senior prom photos, you're like, okay, yep, wow. these guys are wearing the, the gray suits.
0: I go back. I had a more formal loincloth. That's <laughs> <laughs>
2: By the way, somebody texted in and said two words: zipper tie. Zipper tie. What is a zipper tie?
0: Do you, you <laughs> use a zip tie to attach to your shirt? <laughs> I have no idea.
2: I need to know if that's even a real thing. Zipper tie. Because if there's an option outside of a uh, a clip on, is that what the romengio? Zipper tie. No, that's a uh, semperfi. Oh, it's uh, similar in sound, so, yeah.
8: but you know, but not quite the only same. Only one can be worn. Well, um, it's
3: a thing. Oh, it's but a thing. I just don't know what it is. I can't. Okay.
8: I'm trying to pull up a video, but apparently you zip it in the back and it looks like a half Windsor knot.
3: Okay. Really? Yeah.
8: Zip it good. Zip it in the back. Yeah,
3: look at that. It doesn't look like it goes around the neck.
8: Party up front. I guess it does. I guess uh, you
3: can adjust it. Oh, Oh, that's a... uh, Oh, oh.
0: well, there we go. Well, yeah. All life's problems have been uh, handled. This is perfect. It and it looks better. Yeah, it, it it looks like a legit tie. Yeah. Do you have lots of formal dress requirements?
2: Oh, Are my... you a moron? God, I'm writing that down now. Super uh-huh. tie. <laughs> Screw that. Uh, I that that looks like a normal tie. It does completely. I'm jotting this down. And because look, at... I I don't want to tie ties anymore.
0: No, no tie, I, ties.
5: You're being <laughs> tie tie. No tie tie.
0: Nels, that, is that what is that what drove Nell over the edge? Is it she had is to it, try? Yeah, she's tying somebody's tie tie. Yeah, let me get my yeah. Nell tie tie. Nel Where's Nel the Nell?
6: No,
2: that's a con-con. I know,
6: I'm setting it <laughs> up.
2: We
0: need, need tie tie. That's her walking into today's man. All right.
6: I so
0: tie tie That's it. I she's that. leaving. Mm-hmm. I so tie tie lay uh yeah, but uh, I fortunately uh,
2: the the last time what did I need to wear a suit recently? We went to an event where oh, it was a uh, the Laurel's formal gala. And it is a good thing that I decided to uh, go to my weight loss program <laughs> before it wouldn't have been good? Oh no, it wouldn't yeah. fit. It flat I I made a huge by the way, mm-hmm. if you lose a significant amount of weight yeah. and then you're like, I need to buy a new wardrobe. Don't uh, no you should you you should buy clothes that you feel comfortable in but i if you invest in a suit Dude. you may not want it to, to be fitting to, as
0: tight as you are pick it, pick it in up a little give bit. a give a little ice cream range i will tell you this yeah. um mm-hmm. so i wore a suit last saturday you know and it's that that john Wick uh, uh suit and and it feels good but um a lot of times do they sell regular Pants like with the the adjustable clips, like tuxedo pants. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. I mean, because those you then you could ha- you could have your dessert, right? <laughs> and right. Uh, yeah,
5: I have. Uh, I basically look like Talking Heads when I put my suit on because <laughs> I had to buy it like 50 pounds ago. And Kathy, remember you, Robert Fung? He came yeah. in and he fitted that suit. is that, is that well, Cowper's
0: guy? Uh, not.
5: Yeah, it might be. But that suit fits now. He's and, a tailor. I put it on for my uncle's funeral a few months ago, and it, I think like a moth got to it. Oh, and so I had a couple of holes in the sleeve, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, maybe I just pretend like I didn't see it and just <laughs> wear it, and wear it anyway. anyway. But I was like, no, nah, I can't. Like, no. you know?
0: Circle it, yeah, and write over it, moth Entrance. Oh, okay. And people say, what is that? You don't have a mouth
3: entrance on your shirt?
0: <laughs> if they go through that one hole, they won't attack the rest of the suit. That's right, right.
11: right. You, yeah. yeah.
0: It's, like this, it's like the zipper tie. Yeah,
3: I feel like there's not a lot of ways that men can, like, look terrible to me. You know what I mean? Like, when with what they wear. Okay. An ill-fitting suit. I'm like, oh, they look a mess. Yeah.
10: Okay. Like, All whether
3: right. it's too tight or it, especially if you lose weight and it's so large, you just go buy another one. You can, be you can go to places like where you guys were talking about Joseph A. Bank or where Nick went, and like, a lot of times they have like a two for one deal. You can get a suit, it doesn't have to be super expensive. Just get something that fits you.
2: But the thing about us, uh, the, the guy with the ill fitting suit is a guy who probably doesn't wear a suit very often and then doesn't realize until a week before, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, I need a suit.
5: Yep. And then it's too late to go get a suit. Suit and get it tailored. I, and Jack yeah.
0: Riffleman, aluminum siding. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh,
5: man, I got a wedding coming up. and in... I'm not getting married. On. I'm already married. Oh, yeah. My um, <laughs> my cousin's getting married. When's the wedding? July eighth. Do Might you? I recommend Ron at Men's Warehouse? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the guy was the best. No, no, just wear the uh, one moth, no. yeah. moth entrance. moth entrance. No, it's not okay.
3: It's a darker it's suit actually than white. Or... But
5: use an actual
0: label maker. Don't make it look. Oh yeah, yeah. So that it looks official that you bought you pre-bought the suit with the moth entrance.
2: Hey, here's an interesting text, and I know we have to take a break. and We're going to do that right now, but it's, it says, "Hey, as a police officer, our ties had to be clip-ons because God forbid you get into a tussle with a yes. the suspect, they get a hold of your." tie, it would uh, pop off instead of strangling you. I never thought about that. The cops
0: are wearing clip-on ties. Are we then led to believe that Superman's cape is a clip-on? Oh
2: he, right, he's Superman. You oh, he don't right. have to worry about that. All right, um, well anyhow, congratulations to uh, Ben and yeah. his school, yeah. Nick. That's really really cool. Excellent, nice <laughs> excellent. All right, place the national. We do need to take a break. We're going to do that right now. We'll come back in just a moment, and when we return, Brian Callen, who will be at Helium Comedy Club, is joining us. Stay right there.
1: What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die.
4: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding! Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Our next guest always has a lot going on in his world. He's a busy man. Crazy man, Busy man. And in fact, he's going to be busy when he gets here this weekend because he's playing a lot of shows. Uh, Helium Comedy Club, 7.30 and 10 p.m. on Friday. Uh, Saturday, 6 and 8.30. And then Sunday, a 7 o'clock show as well. I'm sure they'll all sell out because after all, it's Brian Callen. Who's on this morning. (laughs) Hey, man. What's up, buddy? Doing uh, hey, listen, you're looking very distinguished. We haven't seen you in a while. The beard is a little bit fuller and uh yeah, you're professorial.
9: Yeah. Well, keeping keep in mind that I am I am uh, wearing a cashmere hoodie, but I'm not wearing pants right now. <laughs> All right, <laughs> here we go. So I have that going for me. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's the dichotomy that is you. Yeah. But uh yeah. That's correct. <laughs> so it's, it's been a while it's been a while since you've been to town. I mean, obviously, we haven't seen you in forever. Yeah. And, I mean, years ago you were in the studio, but we've on our side, we've considered you a, a, a good friend and a, a friend of the show. I don't know how you perceive us, but it seems,
9: <laughs> but it seems like you're it. you're always at the forefront of a, of my mind, especially when I'm not wearing pants. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the kind yeah. of compliment so we, we we really enjoy. So, well, it's it's good yeah. to see you right. now. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you ever take? your the numerous podcasts that you do out on the road as well and will you indeed be doing one here in philadelphia along with stand-up
9: i wish i you know i i i don't i haven't done that in a long time only because the my my stand-up schedule is is so uh robust i like using words that a professor would use <laughs> robust uh sorry again i'm looking down at my legs but here's the thing <laughs> uh but I, I like doing that. It's fun. But you know, stand up is just nothing compares to stand up nothing. Good. So it's like, you know. Well, uh, but, you, you, uh, the fighter and the kid we were talking about doing another tour. Yeah. I mean, you, you have you have a a large built-in fan
0: base, but obviously it's it's stand up that got you to the to the game early. Uh and, and as you go around, I mean, did you ha were you were you taking any kind of pause during the, the all the pandemic stuff? And I mean, because there were places you could work. But a lot of yeah, people-
9: you know, I, I I just didn't really pause. I I didn't Good. look. All 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 due respect to the people that lost their lives in uh, the COVID pandemic, but and, and and there were vulnerable people out there. But I was very much against shutdowns. Yeah. I don't believe in top-down authority, and I think there was a smarter way to do that. And my silent protest was to just. <laughs> Get get on a plane when nobody was there and and perform for sixteen people in Ohio. <laughs> Bring it, baby. You showed them. Won't stop. Okay. <laughs> now I'll punch that virus right in the face. You, and by the way, got it. I caught it hard. <laughs> but you know uh, when I was in Texas, so really, uh, It took a lot of heat.
0: Oh yeah, it could, it could wait. I saw your. It, we. Uh, I was watching an interview with with uh, um, Frank Grillo, who is. Yeah. I don't know. Is. Is it his goal to actually one day ascend to hang uh, with Zeus? Because
9: what the <laughs> look? This guy look, is he's not. Yeah, it's it's obnoxious. The guy, it, it, whatever he is in his fifties, uh, probably later fifties. Now the guy should never wear clothes. It's yeah. unbelievable. He's one of those guys who you know when there's bread passed around at dinner, he looks at you and goes, "I don't eat bread." You know, it's it's one of those things. You're, All right, okay. You know, the inhuman <laughs> <Yeah>. discipline. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then and he's just a young glossy bull. I, all I want to do is run my fingers through his hair, and and feed him grapes. And I'm a straight man, but when you look at him, he's such an attractive man that I I get a I I can't look at him for too long, even as a straight man, because I find myself getting confused about my sexuality right. I, if i haven't slept or i i've been i've been drinking you know your defenses are down
0: sure so, at yeah. those <laughs> weak moments but you know it, it doesn't make now i know you yourself you're in shape and you you know you you practice uh martial arts where, where would you put yourself in self uh defense give you give me between one and ten and if, accepting well, that gr- all, grillo's a ten
9: First of all, I'm holding a squat right now. My legs are burning, <laughs> but <laughs> shut up, legs. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, look, look, if you come at me, if yeah. you come at me and you, with malintent, yeah. all right, this is all I'm going to say. I'll meet you halfway. All right. <laughs> all right. Now, 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 here's the other thing. If, 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 if we tussle up, if we start, if you throw everything you got at me and we actually make contact, I'll keep you busy. All right, I'll keep you busy. Yeah. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Right. <laughs> I like I that, that for once. I like Yeah, that
0: now, where, now, Gr- Grillo? Will send we'll you to the great start. beyond. We'll
9: What's that? What's that? What's that?
0: No, I'm saying Grillo will send you to the great beyond. But you'll. But you'll. No, no,
9: Gr- Grillo, Grillo. Please understand that Frank is a legit tough guy. Frank, Frank will punch you in the face. There's <laughs> a limit with Frank. I've seen it with my own eyes, right. and it doesn't matter if we're in a three-piece suit. Or if, if there nobody's wearing clothes. That guy, there's a limit. Just just mind your P's and Q's. Right. Learn how to behave. Your huh. fists are gonna fly. Wow. And and all he does is box. Yeah. And he was he was on the Gracie Jiu Jitsu competition team. So when you see the guy playing a character in a movie he's half a criminal so he actually can think that way so he's half a criminal i like that i know
5: that you you're very dialed in with mma ufc and all that stuff as a matter of fact i just started watching the mcgregor documentary and your um your podcast is featured on said documentary but um speaking of which i watched this uh it was just a little bit of a clip from the ultimate fighter which is uh just coming out and this dude that is a contestant he swears that he can't he just can't be knocked out Right. So he Uh, it's a bad thing to say this guy. He's like and the dude's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. And the dude wouldn't let it go. (laughs) And the dude's like, fine. And he knocks him out cold. And the dude still swears that he didn't get knocked out. He goes, no, you knocked me down. But (laughs) did you see it?
9: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see it, but I would have told that guy. You know, I would have just I don't care who you are, I don't care if you got a rhinos chin. <laughs> you hang around a, a fight gym yep. for, you know, long enough. The human body and the and you know, your anatomy can only take so much. And so, you know, if you're a tough guy or you think you're a tough guy in the neighborhood, or maybe you played football in college and you think you're tough. Go, go, step in, go to American Top Team. By the way, Philly is where you know the Philly shell came from. You've got some of the greatest boxers to ever. You know, Joe Frazier yep. and 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 I think Bernard Hopkins, my favorite. Yep. You know, so just walk into a gym yeah, yeah. step in come <laughs> up see what happens, <laughs> right, see what yeah. happens. move around they'll, they'll tell you they'll they'll just touch it you, you yeah. get touched up a little bit
5: yeah. so, touched up right i was in a uh, wawa parking lot this is a couple of summers ago and i get into it with this guy uh you don't need to know all the details uh essentially i parked in a spot that i shouldn't have the dude calls me out on it next thing you know he and i are arguing with one another but- and yelling at each other and hang on and, uh and i'm 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 eyeing this guy up I'm like okay this dude's probably got 10 years on me so I'm feeling pretty good about my chances if this thing were to get physical and at one point he's got his finger in my face and I'm mm. talking like a about an inch and half to two inches away. And I just glanced down, and he's wearing a boxing gym t-shirt. And uh, I go, huh, <laughs> huh. <laughs> I don't, this thing just could be a decoration. Just sure. Could be a, it could be a, a souvenir the, of some sort. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I decided to not test it. And I said, all right, you win. And I And I ended up walking away, which I think was the smartest thing I had done that entire afternoon.
9: That's exactly what you got to do. Sometimes it's just there is zero upside. If I see if I see cauliflower ears yes, or huh? a boxing gym t-shirt, yeah. there's a good chance I might you know how a baboon presents when there's an alpha male in the area? You turn your back and just arch your back a little bit, just present. Right. Uh that that might be what I do. Or throw myself against his chest and uh and just beg for mercy. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I look I look at the ears, and if there's calluses on the knuckles and I'm like, forget it, dude. <laughs> you
0: boy. know what else? Forget it. Prison jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. Prison yeah. jumpsuit. A jumpsuit, <laughs> a, a
9: jumpsuit, a gun or a knife, those are bad things. Those They're are bad, bad. signs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bad signs. So you got to you got <laughs> to come out it um, quick.
0: I wanted to ask you, because oh, yeah. I was reading about uh, all the, all the um, uh, comedians reacting to the mothership, to Joe Rogan's club, which is apparently um, a number of comedians had a hand in giving him advice. But this is supposed to be like the absolute perfect design for
9: a comedy club. Have you been? I've been and uh, I've not done it because I, I've stopped by to say hi and see it. But I just talked to Joe and, uh, you know, I'm going I'm going to um, I'm going to Austin to do Cap Cities in August. But I'll be back to do the mothership because I was talking to Joe and uh, he invited me out to do it, you know, do a weekend. And the thing about you doing a weekend in, in the mothership is you don't have to do any press at all. You're sold out. It's sold out right now, and I haven't announced it. Wow. I mean, that that, that club, you get there, and there is a line out the door. Uh, you know, leave it to Rogan to open a club and change the comedy scene <laughs> in an entire city. Oh, the capital of Texas. I'm going to yeah. go to the capital of Texas <laughs> and, and just... Open a club that changes everything. It's the new Mecca. It is the, it has replaced Los Angeles. It's it's shocking. It's wild. So,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. the, uh, um, uh, in the, the multiple rooms and all that stuff. But yeah, they, I mean, it's, well, you
9: get, look, look, I mean, and on any given night, you walk in, Tom Segura, Roseanne Barr, uh, you know, Joe Rogan and Ron White are, are on the lineup. So, come on. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, it, it,
5: yeah, that's like being in L.A. or New York and just, you know, either walking in the yeah. cell or something like that. That's that's crazy for Texas. Hey, I got a question. Correct. I got a question for you. So I'm going to uh, give you the scenario and you can only choose one. All right. <coughs> okay. you, you have to go see a movie on Thursday night and it has to either be about my father or the machine. Which one are you going to see?
9: Because they're both stand up comedians <laughs> movies. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go. Who's your dad? Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian
0: He's got his movie opening, and Burt Kreischer's "The Machine" is opening as well.
9: these are two, these are two good and very old friends of mine. So now you put me in a spot. You put me in a spot. (laughs) I, I. I might, I might, being that I'm both of their biggest influences, and I wrote all their jokes, I would say, I'd have to go in, I'd, I'd watch the first half of the machine, and I'd just, I'd nod my approval. Kids, kids, kids still got it or something. Right. And, I, and, then, I, and then I'd run to the next movie and watch the latter half of, uh, of Sebastian's movie. Do you right. think the onus no is, on,
0: is on you, though, because when you go in, they're going to be looking at you to see if you approve, knowing that you are the foundation of both their careers?
9: I mean, look. If you're asking me if they call me Papa, the answer is yes. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yes, but they both fly privately, and I'll be I'll be on United. So yeah.
2: <laughs> if you need me. Well, you got uh, you, you have a movie coming up, Topper. It's a it's a comedian movie, right?
9: It is, in fact, with Jimmy Schubert, the great Jimmy Schubert, who's hilarious and. Um, Eric Griffin. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a really good movie. My buddy, Kevin McNamara, uh, he's, he's going to be some, he's sort of a new up and coming director. But I think he's going to be somebody people are talking about. He's very talented. And uh, the movie got uh, accepted into some pretty big film festivals. Nice. So we'll see. You know, but I'm, I'm dramatic in that movie. Like, okay. you,
0: no, you're a solid dramatic actor. We've talked about this stuff that you've you've done in the past, and and you can you can pull it off. Um,
9: I'll cry right now. I'll cry right now.
0: <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs>
9: I can cry. I can cry just like that, just like right now.
2: You can cry with your pants off. <laughs> that's amazing.
9: I no, always cry. That, my... That's the problem. I look down and I realize I I, I I've good. got a lot to be thankful for, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not now, this is not a competition, but you guys feel it. Yeah.
10: Listen,
0: we're we're we're
9: the squats Still yeah, holding the squat.
0: We're, we're, we're the betas, betas in this exchange. So we oh, got it. Not, right. your, fault. not <laughs> your fault.
9: Hey, You're by producing, producing estrogen as I
0: speak. <laughs> Go on. Um, you know, I was reading, doing research uh, for the interview, and and I know you got married, a, a you know, a little while ago, and, and 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 I kept seeing comments about this vast age difference, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys are <laughs> like, I'm like, where
9: the hell is that coming from? You both are in They're- your fifties, right? Well, I did. I, you know, look, she's 33 and I'm 56, which is, which, you know, some people might be, you know, it's it's a little disgusting, but. That's that's, not, that's not, that's not, that's not real entertainment
0: disgusting. That's that's completely acceptable.
9: Listen, my lady's a Philly girl. She's, well, she's from Morristown, which is exit five on, on the turnpike. So she's 20 minutes outside of Philly. Irish Italian girl. And we started dating. In fact, I met her at Helium. I wow. met her. She was she ran an office when she was like 30. I was very impressed. She had all the people I worked for. Her. I thought that was very sexy. But, you know, I'm an older guy. But at the time I'd done my show, I, I was divorced and we were hanging out. She would come to L.A. on business and we would have dinner and hang out. And then, you know, the next thing you know, I don't know, you, you hang out long enough. And uh, well, well, I'm, I'll get them laughing. I, I was followed, laughing. I was following you on. I followed you,
0: you, uh, you know, on on uh, Instagram and the, the accounts and all the other stuff, and follow the, you know, your your podcast and so on and so forth. And it was clear to anyone you were head over heels. Yes, but st- yes. still, still, did it take? Did it take a lot of um, self uh, reflection
9: to commit to marriage again, or what? You know, I got to tell you, it's funny. I I I think you get to a certain age where you realize. You're not missing a thing out there. Not a thing. And, it's and, true. and and by the way, if you are, you don't have the energy for it anyway. <laughs> and uh but she was just such a solid citizen. She's just such a fantastic human being. And uh, you know, Dove David off, a buddy of mine, he's a comic. He has a great joke we know about Doug. falling in love. Yeah, he's great. Falling in love, he has a great joke. He says, you know, you fall in love. You don't realize it until it's too late. It's like sitting on a couch at a party, and the couch is wet. You don't know the couch is wet until it seeps through your jeans. You sit down, and you're like, "Oh, for God's sake!" The couch. It's the same issue. So all of a sudden, that's the end of that. And then, and then, then things. You know, we had sex. I don't know if you guys know that, but we had a baby. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and that's been a blessing too. So, you know, look. Uh, no, no, no regrets whatsoever. Yeah, it's always you got. I got three kids, two families. Yeah, but I, but there's enough love to go around.
0: Well, I know that the reflexive thing is to to sort of you know, uh, why, why you know, uh, why why are you tying yourself down? I, I've been happily married for a long time. I didn't do a like a starter marriage. You know, like I and then I. But it's the advice that seems to always ring true. You talk about sitting on a couch. Find the person you can sit on the couch with and watch QVC and have fun, right? Because that's really the predominant amount of – you're going to live life
9: with this person. Make sure you're compatible. Yeah, I'm telling you, the most important decision – I never would have thought this. I think the most important decision a person makes is who you choose to marry. I really believe, yeah. it. and and uh, and I think I know enough very successful people that agree with that. Um, you know, it's, there's just something about spending time with another human being like that. The women in my family were great because they were all no nonsense. You know, Irish and Italian gals, and they were like, "Get your tubes tied. You're going to find <laughs> some tart. She's going to target you, and she's going to date you and blah blah blah. You're going to lose all your money." But but of course, then they met Danny, yeah. my wife, and uh, fell in love because she's she's a girl's girl and just a. How, how did how did her parents take to you? Did you do you think you present well in those scenarios? I I, I did my best. I think <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta sympathize when when I'm her parents' age, they got yeah. a couple of years on like two. You know, when we listen to the same music, you know, yeah. it, it, it's it's a little it's a little. Uh, a little iffy, and her her brother Michael. That took a while. That took a while. Yeah, you know, but you know, you're folding to the family.
0: What, after a while, what, What's your do? Do you just you let things be, or do you actively do you, do you invite the brother out to to an event, or do you you know you try to get in his good graces, or do you just you know
9: I you know what happened? To be honest with you, yeah. he saw my stand up editing, I'm not joking. <laughs> really. I swear to God, he saw my stand-up. He had never seen any of my stuff, had never really seen any of my movies. His friends, I think, had, you know. But he refused to sort of, like, you know, do any investigation. He's like, this is whatever this is. And then he came to Helium, and he was a little drunk. And that night, he, he's a big, strong guy. Yeah. And he kind of, this is a 28, 29-year-old, very confident guy. And he kind of put his hands on my shoulder drunk. And he looked at me, and he goes, I didn't care about you. I had no respect for you. But what you did tonight was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. And, and it, it, it kind of gave me the nod and then brought me into his chest, <laughs> hugged me, and then let me go. <laughs> and and I, I got in the car My my wife was like, What happened? I go, I don't want to talk about it. I'm a little sensitive right now.
10: <laughs> I don't know. So what
9: look, happened. I guess I the fold. Yeah. Shout out to Michael Ray. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Wow. I, well, helium is then pivotal in a, a number yeah. of landmarks of your your life here. So yeah.
9: this uh, is. This... I, love, I love the club. It is. Yeah, it really is. It's
0: yeah. it's a great club and it's got all the things that you want. It's got that the, the setup, the low the low ceiling. It, it, there's an intimate uh, deal to it. I, I, so your specials are great. I love your stand up. I I love your you, you play. So, uh, I'm not going to say you you play a character, but you're. A, you're a pseudo version of yourself in a lot of ways, you know, which, yes. which is, is I think, is hilarious. Uh, are you in a cycle of working on material for a new special, or where where are we in your trajectory?
9: Always, I'm always yeah. working on. The problem is, you've got to keep, you got to come back with a new bag of tricks. I can't come, I can't go to Philly after being there for so many times and and have. The old jokes. Yeah. So that the pressure is always on you. But you got to key into what's going on in your life and what you're thinking about now. You know, my, yeah. my obsession for a long time was how you define masculinity. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> kind of the way we behave. You know, the men are in, there's a, a caveman DNA, provider, <laughs> protector. But, you know, that's not really how we feel most no. of the time. But your st- st- stuff, so-
0: your stuff about your dad, in particular, who's oh yeah, yeah, uh, oh. is 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 you know spot on to anyone who's had a, a, a dad kind of like that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, marine,
9: no, marine. yeah, just a giant marine <laughs> who was all- always ready to die at any <laughs> given moment. <laughs> the guy wasn't afraid of dogs. How about that? Even do- I don't care how big the dog was. If that yeah. dog started barking, he'd get in its face. He'd get low at the same level and go. You got one chance, to <laughs> back off. <laughs> <laughs> and he would blow in its face, and they would sense his satanic energy and curl up into the field position. <laughs> Uh, I don't you know, know yeah, that guy killed a wasp. He killed a hornet with his with with two fingers, a giant hornet. And by the way, not a yellow jacket. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the kind of wasp with two abdomens and yeah. like like shiny armor and fur. You know, that looks like dangerous candy. The, 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 the kind of wasp the Lord puts on the earth to sting a man for his sins. You know those ones? Right. The guy. The guy grabs it by the back of its neck and crushes its bones. <laughs> oh. He actually had a so, neck. Any more questions? Yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. I,
0: I was wondering, though, you know, and we, we talk uh, about this all the time. There's There are blessings and curses to, to the evolution of, of how your your comedy is disseminated because I think now the onus is probably on a, on any working comedian that knows that there's stuff, you know, somebody can do a deep dive and go through all your stuff. And you you I think there's more pressure to generate new stuff than ever, correct? Because it's so easily accessible, your
9: library. It really it's unbelievable, man. Because, you know, you hear a lot of musicians talk about this. We are at a point where nobody's interested in really a body of work. So yeah. Netflix won't tell you this, but you know, if you look at anybody who's who's got a special on there, it's very, very successful, I don't care how famous most people get through 20 minutes maybe 20 minutes maybe wow. and turn the
0: channel wow
9: and now comedy and music and everything is consumed like candy it's just there to hit that dopamine you know receptor and move on and th- th- that that's um a very strange place to be and trying to stay relevant and and you know Working on sort of uh, something thematic, right, uh, is almost a fool's errand. But you do it anyway. You got to do it anyway, yeah.
0: man. Well, that's right. You stop and think about you know. You look at uh, I forget who I was listening to, but they were talking about Stanley Kubrick and they're talking about uh, like dissecting Citizen Kane and the, the the beats, the way movies used to be cut and the way they're cut now. And if you take it from the point when they say, "Wow, now we're living in an MTV generation," that's decades ago music video it's now 10 times worse it's like one two cut one two cut and it's it's so quick you're right but where everything you consume
9: is at that level well do you remember do you remember the when sports illustrated swimsuit issue would come out or the victoria's secret uh catalog would come out and every guy in america was like look at this you don't they." I got the internet, baby. I got Instagram. I can just, with a couple clicks, it's like the, the magic is all gone. It's just all gone. So um, there's, it's it's an interesting time. I don't know where it heads. I don't know. My biggest worry is that, you know, we don't have a fixed point of truth anymore. Right. Right? There's, there's just no way to kind of even prove. I don't know if that's really the person talking or if that's yeah. something that's I have no idea. What do you what do you so, think about the the writers'
0: strike with the AI stuff? They're, they're they're you know that's a big issue about generating content that way. Do you think that's going to have immediate ramifications for stand I I can't see it right now.
9: Different. Standup is, you know, look, you're always going to have that audience if you know how to do it and there's nothing quite like being there and you know having having a comedian improvise with the audience and having those happy accidents. Yeah. But the writers' strike and what they're asking for god bless the writers god bless them but i'm afraid it's only going to get worse hmm. it ain't going to get better for writers it's only going to get worse I, but let the marketplace let the marketplace decide you know i'm a marketplace guy and uh, people will find their way you know yeah. there's always, there's always room for ideas but ai i don't know who that, do any of us know where we fit in the future in <laughs> no. ai and the blockchain and nanotechnology <laughs> Like, I don't even know gene editing. Hey, what about this rusty machinery over here? A little something for the kid. But I'm, you know, you know what I mean? All of us. Is right. I love this radio show. You guys are still doing it. You're still doing it, which is fantastic. We need more of this. This is a kind local radio stations.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's part it, of the
9: it, flavor. It's part of the flavor and fabric of Philly.
0: Preston it, and Steve. Well, I appreciate, we, we we appreciate that. It's The truth is that ultimately, though, everything sort of comes back, even with AI um, and, and you know they—they they were. I remember years ago they were saying, "Ah, smart speakers are going to kill radio." And no, yeah. it actually made—it's made, it's made it's it more it. profound. Yeah. And and, yep. the, and 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 so, you know, one thing you learn is at least like in this, in in any industry that's tangential to this um is uh the experts don't know what the hell they're i don't well none of us know you ju- yeah. you're just like floating on the river and wherever you end up you
9: end up but it's it whatever but, you know there's always and, and like to your point i think there's always going to be room for uh you know artistic original artistic expression and craftsmanship when you watch when you watch a great guitarist do a riff, yeah. like Jeff Beck, there'll always be a place for people like Jeff Beck. There'll always be people that can bring you to your knees with their with their art, you know, with what they can do on a guitar, on the drums, or with their voice, uh, you know. There, there'll always be a place for people to go. Let's go watch this dude and laugh. Let's mm. have a human experience. A human interactive. I hope. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe we're just a bunch of old guys talking, <laughs> but I hope, man. And if not, we'll we'll, you know, we'll, we'll perform for like, each like, other. We're, yeah. like, we're holding on to Morse code, like that's the way.
0: <laughs> that's when people could communicate. But no, I agree, and I think ultimately this might. There was this, There's these glut of entertainers, and God bless them. God bless however you make your your money. And if you're successful, that are people who you know uh, throw a pie tin in the air for 50 million people on TikTok or whatever. I, I Maybe this process will be sort of the editing process of reminding people what you really want or, or the people that do have the chops, that have a, a legitimate talent. Not to dismiss well, somebody.
9: About when, you're on, when you're on TikTok, or you're, you know, they, they get these people who have these huge followings. But when you watch that stuff, OK, when you're on TikTok and you watch this stuff, you get the feeling and like compare that. Compare thumbing through all that fantastic content on TikTok <laughs> after an hour or two hours. Do that for two hours and then go watch a great movie. Go watch a great crafted story. Yeah. Please tell me how you feel. Yeah. Because after, yeah. though, after you flip through TikTok, you feel like you ate three boxes of those chocolates. You know those chocolates that where the candy master puts nougat? And, and raspberry <laughs> liqueur in them, and some goat's blood. You know, what I mean, you go tell me how your tummy feels and your head feels after that versus watching The Godfather or just a great movie. That's- you, you know, yeah. So, so I never worry. I think human beings seem to have a nostalgia, or they resonate. They resonate something deep in our psyche or our soul and I'm, I'm sounding like I'm being dramatic, but I'm being dead serious. Yeah, you, There's something in our soul that resonates with great story, and great story is hard to come by. And the reason it's hard to come by is because it's almost impossible to craft originally a story well told. Is is a craft that no AI can help you with. I'm sorry. No, that's just, that, that's as
0: yeah. salient to point and as uh, yeah. as clear an analogy as I've heard. Because I just by happenstance watched uh, Godfather Two over the weekend, and there are beats and looks and Gordon Willis lighting and cinematography, and all of those things that are working in concert to create, you know. Timeless moments that you'll that really profoundly even after seeing that movie, it's gotta be in excess of a hundred times. Those moments that are
9: meant to move you or rock your world still do. And so that's I, right, man. Yeah. That's right. And think about religion for a second. Think about how technology, this this exponential growth in technology and how we manipulate the electron. You would think that the idea of God dies. Yeah. You'd think the idea, but 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 science can explain the mechanism you know, it can explain the mechanics of what is happening. It still doesn't answer the, the, the larger question of why. Yeah. Why are we here? How can I know anything? What am I doing here? How should I live my life? It, you know, so I think art is, uh, is there to kind of at least shine a light into that dark room. Yeah. of our recesses, of our our yeah. know, subconscious recesses I, yeah. that, that's that's what we thats what we stay alive for. I it think- really is yes, I know that, that that there's plenty of abundance and science gives us comfort and abundance, but it's I'm not so sure it's what we live for. Mm-hmm. We live for things like laughing and crying at the theater. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, there should be music behind my dissertation. <laughs> yeah, I got I, I, no. I got
0: you. I, you're you're I got hitting you. all the right notes. We'll yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll get yeah, you <laughs> something <laughs> here. Appropriate <laughs> here. No, Josh Groban.
5: Yeah. Here we go. Yeah.
9: What's okay. that? Well, this is this is. There you go. Yeah.
0: No, it's no, a little no, too no. patriotic. I mean, think needs yeah, to it, it it be
2: more, more,
0: more inner, more.
5: Not, not this. Not.
0: Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think he's talking about the human condition. That's right. Yeah, That's and, right. and what we oh. what we really want we want to know. Listen, Roy Batty, Rucker Howard, at the end of Blade Runner, mm-hmm. he wants to know what what he what his what his impact was, how he mattered, and when he. That's right. And then you say, "Well, is he any less human than any you know buddy else?" Kathy says this about <laughs> no, Blade Runner. No, it's the truth. It's that, it's it, it, it's it's the way. We we judge ourselves and what our impact is on, on the world. You want to know you meant something. That's right. Here we That's go. Exactly. Which is is why s- we,
9: re- we revere people that put themselves below a higher principle. There That's we go. It. Wow. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, well, I've been changed. Human interaction <laughs> is the key point here that uh, that Brian Callen is making, and uh, you'll have plenty of time to interact as long as the tickets are are uh, not sold out. And I'm I'm telling you, they're going to go. So helium. Uh, two shows on uh, Friday and Saturday, and then one show, a Sunday show. A rare Sunday, Sunday show. Sunday show,
9: the Lord's Day. The Lord, I, don't take, I don't take the <laughs> Sabbath off. <laughs> you out of your mind?
0: It's, you can, he's hilarious, obviously. You get your tickets. You yeah. out and see
2: him. And we got to wrap up, so Brian, you can you can loosen up on that squat now. I know you've been holding it this entire time. It's <laughs> amazing, you realize, thank yeah. Thank you God I go.
0: stands up to, that lactic acid. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> lactic acid.
9: It's called the burn. It's called Listen, the burn. All right. <laughs> I, I wish we were
2: here on Friday, but we're going to be down the shore uh, broadcasting live. So we would love to see you in person, but we thank you so much for the time. And it is great to have you back in our city once again. Now, a you know, obviously you're married to this area too, yeah. which is a beautiful Perfect. thing. And Helium, yes, sir. a special place. Thanks, Brian. We'll talk to you soon. All right, brother? You do good work, my friend. Good Thank great you, sir. to see you guys. Appreciate it. Brian yeah. Callen, guys. Yeah. Helium Comedy Club this <laughs> weekend. Wow. He was getting philosophical in I the like end that. there. Now, but because it made me think of uh, uh, Dead Poet Society. Yes. You know, uh, it was just on. Yeah, I just like, watched you know, it. Uh, uh, doctor, lawyer, yeah. business. These are noble pursuits, but... Uh, passion, love, romance—these are things that we live for. Exactly,
8: you no know, necessary exactly. to sustain life. But you guys want to continue the conversation of whether or not there's God? Make, life <laughs> yeah,
2: let's uh, let's rattle down let's, that little path you know, for it's, a little it, while.
0: It's funny. I was talking about um, uh, the the uh, Battlestar Galactica the second the reboot series, and in that, it's the machines that become very religious because of the way they've evolved, and it's pretty wild. But you know. I, I, he was that was kind of very mind expanding, yeah, from Brian. Very yeah. much
2: so. All right. Well, listen. Before we take a break, let's give away the last five movie passes tonight. By the way, to see the movie about my father, it's Sebastian Maniscalco and Robert De Niro. Uh, the show is tonight at seven at the PFS East, and then it'll be in theaters on May twenty-six. So, if you'd like to go, be one of the fi- first five callers right now. We'll give you those tickets. We're going to come back in a second and more bizarre file stories to share with you. Stay with us.
6: Teachers rock And MMR feels they deserve special recognition That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your high school It's not a pop quiz, but we will need you to vote Tune in at 615 when Preston and Steve select at random one area high school Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for their coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com President Steve's Coolest Teacher. Weekdays at 6.15. Sponsored by Five Below. Hot stuff. Cool prices. 93.3 WMMR. Class dismissed. No. Bizarre.
1: WMMR. Okay. What happened? What happened? happened? What's going on? So,
2: I... This goddamn system. Okay. I hit the button. Okay. I hit the button. I didn't hear the bizarre file intro. So I hit it again. Oh. And there was lag. It triggered the bizarre file intro, and then it triggered the uh, element
0: that came right after that. Okay. And so
2: that's why it's so faded matched. out.
0: Uh, I contend that this uh, this is a nightmare system. So for, for, for maybe for other shows, not so much, but we're very kinetic and have a lot of elements. I think it's problematic. I think they need to tear out the whole new board and get us something that uh, is completely different. Yes. I think we need to blow <laughs> up the studio. Start again. That probably will not happen. No.
2: Yeah. All right, I think we're ready now. Thank you, Casey. You're
6: now, Bizarre. WMMR
1: presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's
7: Bizarre, Bizarre Final.
2: Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer, your professional source for decks, windows, doors, millwork, and more. A.D. Uh I have mainly disturbing uh, stories oh, uh, for you in the bizarre file, but listen. I'll trying many... to be inappropriately humorous. Uh, there's nowhere else to put these. Right. Um, so, a housekeeper encountered a deadly sight Wednesday afternoon in Naples, Florida, authority said, uh, and helped get a suspect behind bars. So... It was around 2.30 p.m. The maid was called by one of her clients, a guy named Anthony Michael Corrado, who asked her to come and clean up a real mess at his grandparents' home. When she arrived at the house, she noticed Corrado was covered in blood. Oh, boy. Uh, the woman went into the bathroom, and she heard heavy breathing and saw a large blue tarp on the floor with something moving underneath. Don't look under that. She began to unwrap the tarp and found Corrado's grandmother with a plastic bag over her head. Uh... When she attempted to remove the bag, Corrado told her to stop because she would get blood everywhere. Uh, Corrado then told the woman to help her get rid of his grandmother's body before his grandfather got home from the grocery store and disabled the security cameras. Okay, but I don't do windows. Uh, The housekeeper insisted they call 911, but Corrado, who has a long rap sheet, told her no because he didn't want to go back to prison. So, obviously, she's scared, and this dude's a psycho. What kind
0: of housekeeper are
2: you? So, the housekeeper told Corrado that she needed to get some cleaning supplies from her car. Oh, okay. And left, and she went to go get help. She flagged down a deputy in his patrol vehicle a short distance away. Deputies then went into the house, saw Corrado still wearing blood-spattered clothes in the driveway next to a car with the trunk open. In the bedroom, the grandmother, uh, an 82-year-old woman, was found dead with injuries from blunt head trauma. The 74-year-old grandfather, who had returned from the store, was still alive, and he was wrapped in a blanket. Oh, my God. The second victim, who also, who also had injuries consistent with blunt head trauma, was taken uh, by helicopter to the trauma unit in Fort Myers. Deputies continued to search the home and observed blood on the walls and floors and a heavy hammer with smeared blood on the kitchen Jeez. countertop. Corrado was arrested and booked into the Collier County Jail. He was uh, facing charge of second-degree
0: murder and aggravated battery on a person of 65 years of age or older. How messed up! is When it? that housekeeper got home that evening, that story was the first, or how many stories in that she relayed to her family? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she had a she had a
2: long day right. and had a few other I'm, things. I'm to I'm assuming get out that's of her the person. top position, right? All right, disturbing story number two. An OnlyFans model, who goes by uh, Talia Madison online, went viral after revealing she discovered that her stepfather was her number one subscriber on OnlyFans. That's got to be uncomfortable. Uh, Talia didn't reveal her age. She's obviously an adult, but she stated that her stepfather had been in her life since she was 11 years old. And she added that on OnlyFans, he spent $2,000 on custom content and every single video she sent out uh talia got suspicious when someone under the same username from OnlyFans watched one of her tiktok videos is it possible he's just a protective dad and she was alerted that the tiktok user's phone number was in her contact list oh, God. Wow. talia then explained i narrowed it down to six people and one of them was my stepdad i went with my gut feeling and i messaged uh the OnlyFans account and i said i know who this is and within two minutes i got a text from my stepdad saying hey ty can we talk uh, after that, uh, dad was caught. Uh, Talia revealed that uh, in a second video, that her stepdad denied it to all of his friends, and obviously, my mom got rid of him right away. But yeah, if you want to talk about my family, tra- talk about family trauma. My stepdad watched me having sex with my partner for two months. Mm. When it came to special requests that he would make on OnlyFans, Talia revealed that her stepdad would ask to see the underwear that I was wearing every day and to take photos in the bathroom while she was at work. Do they provide family discounts? She then stated he also requested when I was filming solo content at home that I would not do it in the bathroom or shower. He always wanted it to be on my bed or on the floor of my bedroom. She clarified that these were places that her stepdad had access to.
5: Uh, Wow. beyond creepy. Uh
2: Uh-huh. All right. uh, Disturbing story number three. An elderly man died after allegedly getting run over by... A street sweeper oh, wow. in Lakeland early Thursday morning. Cleaned his clock. Police said a the city of Lakeland street sweeper being operated by Terry Pelham was traveling north around 4.34 a.m. While the sweeper turned right, Pelham felt an impact. Pelham then checked his surroundings and after finding nothing, proceeded to drive forward heading east. He then noticed the victim lying on the road behind the sweeper which prompted him to immediately get out of the vehicle and call 911.
0: By the time he realized something was wrong, the vehicle was already nine
2: feet away. Uh, traffic homicide detective said that they are unsure what the victim was doing on the road and that they are still trying to find his next of kin. The victim's exact cause of death is yet to be determined. <sighs> Horrible. Wow. Horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. This is a disturbing, bizarre file. I can keep going or... Uh, Hold my beer. I can, <laughs> I can move on to something less. Go ahead. Uh, get it out of the way now. Okay, go ahead and get it yeah, out of the way. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Homicide detectives. This isn't as disturbing. It's All just right. uh, unfortunate. Homicide detectives in Australia are investigating why a police officer felt so threatened by a 95-year-old woman clutching a walking aid and a steak knife that he needed to taser her inside her nursing home. We were pretty nicely allowed to go. Claire Nowland, <laughs> a great-grandmother with dementia, is in critical condition in the hospital after being tasered early Wednesday by a senior constable who had been called out to a home of care staff to reports of a resident with a knife. Peter- you don't take that
0: risk. you got to shoot towards the full body mass.
2: Uh, Peter Cotter, a uh, police assistant commissioner, attempted to explain the officer's actions at a news briefing on Friday after watching video of the incident captured by two police body cameras. He said at the time... That she was tasered, she was approaching police, it is fair to say, at a slow pace. Uh, she had a walking frame, but she had a knife. It, I can't take it any further as to what was going through anyone's mind when he used the taser, Cotter said. <laughs> uh, the community has been outraged by the events. Andrew Thaler, a community advocate, said Nolan's family, which includes eight children and dozens of grandchildren and great-grandchildren, are taking turns keeping <laughs> vigil by her bedside. Thaler said, I don't think there's going to be a recovery. Tasers take out bulls and fully grown men and she's a slip of a woman, he said. Uh, Nellon has dementia and had lived at the home for five years. So they had asked her a number of times to drop the knife and for whatever reason she didn't and uh, now when she got uh, tased, she hit the ground and hit her head. Yeah, so she's in bad condition. All right, there you go. You're all disturbing. <laughs> bizarre file this morning. There was
8: an upside, though, Preston. What Check he... out this, this text that came in.
2: All right, it says, The first bizarre file scared me so much that it got rid of my hiccups. Hey! <laughs> all right. Give so we're, we're
0: seeing the good things. Silver lining. Here, so thank you for sharing that. If mystery. you were helped by the old woman getting tased, let us know.
2: <laughs> mystery texter. We appreciate that.
0: All right, what am I? Am I giving away one of these? Yes, you are.
2: All right, so there is a comedy show. It's uh, Andrew Schultz, who's going to be performing at the Ocean Casino Resort in AC on July 29th. It's a Saturday. Uh, Tickets go on sale Thursday, but we have them before you can buy them. We'll take caller number 19 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give you tickets to see Andrew Schultz Saturday, July 29th at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. you want to get tickets, go to theoceanac.com, and those tickets go on sale Thursday at 10 a.m. We'll be back in just a
6: moment. About all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you well don't forget you can still listen to us by saying open mmr you can even tell it you want to wake up to mmr just like your grandpa's clock radio used to imagine that
4: preston and steve their name is their address uh, on on the web PrestonandSteve.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Word
2: of the week prize is a new one this week. We have the travel table from Shift Outdoors for your beach goer. Uh, this is perfect for you. Uh, it's an awesome table setup that uh, will not blow away on the beach. Casey and I did this um, little commercial for it, uh, which you will be able to see soon. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give that away for the word of the week prize. Uh, we'll get the letter coming up at the end of the program. Uh, but in the meantime, we have something else that we are going to be giving away right now. We are going to be giving away a pair of same-day ride and Water Park tickets to Maury's Piers in Wildwood, if you can answer this question correctly. Uh, earlier this morning, we found out that Charlie Sheen has two pets. Give me the name of at least one of them. And it's not real, okay? You can't go do a search and, and see what, uh, you know, Charlie Sheen's pet's names are. This is not for real. Let's see if you were listening, though. What are Charlie Sheen's pets' names? I need at least one of them. 215-263-WMMR. Call now. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Brought to you by
2: Coors Light's. Join us, the President and Steve Show, live from Kenan's in North Wildwood this Friday for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It's brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill down the shore. What's going on this morning, Steve?
0: Well, Nick Cannon says he loves being the father of 12 children and admits to having a favorite. Cannon says he loves them all, but is especially fond of the middle four. (laughs) Woo! Sierra is defending the naked dress she wore to the Vanity Fair Oscar party earlier this year. The 37-year-old singer calls the dress a celebration of guys looking at her vagina.
1: Oh, my
0: God. And finally, Beyonce and Jay-Z have set a record for the most expensive home purchase in the state of California with a $295 million Malibu estate. The home is so big. But the basement contains two spare mansions.
10: Wow. <laughs> <that's a>
0: <laughs>
2: Let's see if someone knows the answer to this question. Uh, what are Charlie Sheen's pet names? All right, there were two of them. We need at least one of them. 215-263-WMMR is the number. We're going to go to Alan. Alan! And see if we can uh, get the answer here this morning. Alan, good morning to you, sir. I want
10: to eat. Alan! Stuff, Alan! <laughs> yeah. Alan! Alan! Alan!
2: Hang on, Alan. Alright. There we go. Alright, Alan. What was the name of uh Charlie Sheen's pets, please? One of them at least.
11: Queefstain. Stain, yeah. yes.
10: Christine. Well done, Alan. Alan! Alan! You got it
2: right. Alan! And we are Alan, gonna, Alan, we are gonna,
5: Alan, <laughs> Alan, Alan! We're gonna Allen! Alan! Alan! Alan. We're gonna Alan! Alan! We're gonna give you Alan,
2: a pair of tickets!
5: Alan! Alan!
2: Alan! Same-day ride and water park tickets, and that is for Maurice Piers in Wildwood. And unlimited rides on three piers and both water parks, and it's also this week's big friggin' deal. Uh, Get one same-day ride and water park combo ticket to Maurice Piers for just $70. Available now through Sunday, but only while supplies last at WMMR.com, and the keyword is deal.
1: Uh, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
2: Brought to you this morning by Sequoia Outback Shop, the Memorial Day sales, Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at decksupplies.com. We'll begin with the big news about Foo Fighters. They've revealed John Freeze is their new live drummer. Freeze has replaced longtime drummer Taylor Hawkins, obviously, uh, as he passed away in March of 2022. Prior to revealing Freeze as their new drummer, the band teased other potential replacements in a skit that featured a bunch of people. Is that what we have here, Casey? Yes. Right, is this the whole thing? No. about okay. three quarters of it. Here we go. It's have you ever, like, got, by the way, they're just hanging out in the studio. It's black and white, and uh, they're, you know, obviously they're going to be recording. They have their instruments on and uh, some knocks come at the door while they're just having conversations. It's
4: have you ever, like, gotten into a fight
8: with someone in your band on stage? Fight. Fight. On
9: stage. Uh, hold on. Come on! Hey! Hey!
4: Is um, a white Mercedes blocking me in? Oh, uh, is that you, Rami? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll
9: be there in a second. Thanks, Chad. All right. All
2: right so that was Chad Smith. And then the uh, next knock on the door is Tommy Lee. It was good to see Chad.
9: Good <laughs> uniform. Really? Yeah. Come on. Dudes. Oh. Hey. Oh, Teddy, hey. Tommy. hey, what's up, man?
11: I got the PF Changs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can put it in the kitchen for us, uh, would you? Cool. Thanks, Tommy.
8: Thanks. See you, uh, See you uh, buddy. See ya.
2: All right. And then Danny Carey of uh, Tool pops in. He's the <laughs> yeah.
0: Excuse me.
2: Oh, well, I guess we skipped that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then it goes right to uh, uh, John Freeze when uh, they realize that he has been sitting there the whole time. And as he Excuse
0: season. me. Guys, could we just, like,
2: I don't know, play a song?
8: Sure, Josh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay.
2: Josh, I don't know why in this copy the actual music news item I have here it says John Freeze. Oh, uh, I, I I'm do. Surprised even. it doesn't say John Cleese. Yeah, yeah. John Cleese. uh But Ministry anyhow. of
0: Silly Walks. Uh,
2: Josh has played with a gazillion people. He's kind of a go-to session guy. So if you need somebody to play on an entire album, like he did, he used to he used to be with um, Guns N' Roses. He actually co-wrote some of the Chinese Democracy. Right. Uh, but Nine Inch Nails, Paramore, uh, Sting. I mean, the list is huge. He's incredibly in versatile.
0: And what's that? He's incredibly versatile, and he seems
2: yes. to fit in with the vibe of the band. Very much so. Yeah, so uh, good for them. And this will be perfect. And this is, the, he will be their touring drummer, you know, so the, the live guy, we'll see what ends up happening uh, when they eventually... If, if they want to move on with another studio drummer or not, right. I do not know. But obviously, Dave is more than capable and is on the, the most recent recording.
8: So I brought this up before, but he was with Sublime with Rome from 2011 to 2017. I think that means he must have been in our studio. Yeah, I don't remember if he came in.
2: I don't, we'd, I'd have to see video. Because I thought it was, we're all three members here? Yeah. Yeah, he was okay. with
0: Tim Daly and David Faustino.
2: No,
11: no, oh, no. okay. <laughs> I remember
8: the original member of Sublime uh, was not very talkative. And the other two guys were. Okay. And I think the other one of those other guys was Josh Fries.
2: All right. We'll see if we can go back and find No, it's John Freeze
8: next no, to John, John Freeze. All right.
2: It looks as though the issues that have long plagued uh, the Van Halen camp are still the reason why an official Eddie Van Halen tribute show hasn't come to pass too years, two and a half years after his death.
0: Okay, hang on. I'll break in here because Sorry. there's video playing and oh, everybody's looking at okay. it. So there's a Brunner film here for us right now. Okay. And we're looking. That's Rome. That's Spain. We don't know. Give it a second. You guys get his head down.
8: The guy on the left. Yeah. You you know the guy playing be. the bongos. Yeah. That hair, hair. Huh?
2: Do us a favor. See if you guys can find out in there. I'll continue on this, and then let me know what you find out definitively. Yeah. Are you, you sure you want to do that? I think so. Right. So Wolfgang Van Halen uh, explained the ease in which the Foo Fighters were able to salute Uh, Taylor Hawkins, as we were talking about him, uh, don't apply to Van Halen saying uh, he had said, no, I think with the Foo Fighters, they have a lot less drama involved in their camp. And unfortunately, with Van Halen, there's many pieces that don't operate as they should, unfortunately. But that's neither here nor there. He said it's just how reality is, unfortunately, sometimes. Back in October, he said when it comes to Van Halen and entities surrounding the band, it's unfortunate uh, certain, Certainly, compared to Foo Fighters, who have their crap together with interpersonal relationships, he said, I don't know what it is with some bands, but certain personalities just can't get over themselves to work collectively for one purpose, and that's been the curse of Van Halen for its entire career. Preston, mm-hmm. he didn't say crap, did he? No, he didn't. I knew it. I paraphrased. He went on to say, uh, my playing title at the Taylor shows delivered that catharsis, Without the stresses of dealing with the Van Halen camp and the players involved, their camp is very dysfunctional, everyone, he said. Uh, hell, it was difficult to make plans even when the band was active. So it's just, in his mind, forget it.
0: Uh, yeah, clearly.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mammoth Van Halen will open for Metallica May 26 in Hamburg, Germany. Smashed and reassembled guitar of Kurt Cobain has sold at auction uh, for $595,000. Uh, Nearly ten times the original estimate of 60 grand. Here's Uh, what it sounds like being played. Okay. (laughs) Thank
10: you. Huh.
2: Uh, The Lefty Black Stratocaster, which remains unplayable, was sold as part of Julian Auction's uh, Music Icons event. That also sold uh, pieces from uh, the Beatles, Eddie Van Halen, Alex Van Halen, Kiss, Motley Crue, Led Zeppelin,
0: and Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, among many others. Probably asked this question a quarter billion times, but I'll ask it again. If there was one piece of rock memorabilia on the instrumentation side that you would desperately want, Mm -hmm. what would it be? Probably the uh the guitar that
2: uh Jimi hendrix lit on fire all right at the i think that was at, Mon- uh, at the uh um monterey Pop, Pop festival i think yeah. that was at, i don't know that one just always it's legendary stood out to me as wow that'd yeah. be pretty amazing so i think so
0: i think it, for me it would be Millie vanilli's zither uh, okay yeah because it's it's iconic
2: yeah yeah i would say so uh so by the way the guitar was signed by all three members of nirvana uh, with additional inscriptions uh, to Mark Langen, uh, Lanigan, I'm sorry, of Screaming Trees, by Cobain, who had written, Hello, Mark. Love your pal, Kurt Cobain. Washed up rock star, as well as the inscription. Uh, he also wrote, uh, Boda Lives, which is engraved in the neck plate, referring mm. to Cobain's childhood imaginary friend. That's housed in a black card case with Abort Christ written on top in white block letters and includes a white Ernie Ball guitar strap. So it went for almost $600,000 and things like that are only going to appreciate over time. Oh my god. Uh with, Where with uh, <laughs> you know as, as more legend builds. All right, so what am I playing here? This
5: is a uh, the intro uh, with Sublime with Rome.
2: All right. Please welcome Rome, Eric, and Josh.
5: It is Sublime with Rome. Yeah. Yeah. Good
2: morning, guys. There we go. Right. So Josh was here. Yeah. Nice uh, he was nice. We have confirmed that. He was nice, right? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, Pete Brown, the famed lyricist for Cream, has died at age 82 years old. Uh, be nice. Uh, he had a long battle with cancer. And, uh, they, uh, Jack Bruce, by the way, his death was announced by the family of, uh, Jack Bruce, the former bassist and fellow songwriter, uh, who wrote, Pete Brown will forever be remembered for his classic lyrics to such cream standards as I feel free, white room, politician, and the band's signature tune, sunshine of your love. And then finally, we'll end with this, uh, Paul Simon has revealed he suffered from sudden hearing loss in his left ear. What? Uh, the eighty-one-year-old <clears throat> said that the life-changing moment occurred while he was making his new album, Seven Psalms. Uh, uh, has, has he regained? Has he regained it? No. Oh, uh, he oh. said. He said that he made the album started, you. starting with guitar pieces uh, before bringing the album uh, bringing together the lyrics, many of which came to him in dreams. However, during this process, he quite suddenly lost most of the hearing in his left ear. He said nobody has an explanation for it, so I beg your pardon. Everything became
0: more difficult. Listen, you can hear; he's having
2: difficulty hearing. Uh, he said, "My reaction to that was frustration and annoyance, not quite anger yet, because I thought it would pass, that it would repair itself."
0: He has occasional seizures. <laughs>
2: Uh, Simon, who is recently recovering from COVID, said that his hearing has yet to repair itself, which means he is unlikely to return to live performance. He said, oh, yeah. Boy, have I been beaten up these past couple of years. Uh, which reported that uh, into the publication, which reported that one of the reasons a singer songwriter who grew up in New York is now living on a quiet ranch in Texas is because of his hearing loss.
0: what wa- well, well, was too bad. I wonder if that is COVID related, along COVID, I don't, I don't or, know. and yeah. if there's a chance it would come back like someone's taste or something? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. And I, I don't see him on a Texas ranch. Th- I know, me Yeah, uh, That's it in Music News,
2: last story that we have for you. So, we have one more break to take before we come back and wrap things up. We'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize and uh, tell you all about that and remind you that Bristol High School, you guys are voting for Coolest Teacher. Uh, text word teacher to 39333. We'll send you the voting link. Be back in a moment. Stay with us.
6: Friday, it's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore. Starting with the legendary Preston and Steve broadcast. This year with a 25th anniversary twist. Live from Kenan's North Wildwood from 6 to 10 a.m. Presented by Coors Light. Then join Pierre Robert on the air at noon for a sneak peek of MMR's finally summer weekend. Pierre tracks three of his favorite album sides on vinyl. It's the perfect playlist while you head to the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach for Brent Porsche's four hour happy hour and live live broadcast don't forget you can listen anywhere with the free mmr app or just ask your smart speaker to open mmr happy summer from 93.3 wmmr everything that rocks the jersey shore
1: preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr now
2: the daily letter no, we're not going to do the daily Letter right now. We're gonna we're gonna stop Ooh, that. For just switch. A I like here. that. No, we'll 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 get to it in uh, just a moment or two. But uh, yeah, it uh, tripped all by itself. So that was Rock the Casbah from the Clash yeah. on yeah. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: They were very uh, popular, and that song was very popular. Yes, it was. There was a a video that took place seemingly in the desert. Mm, Where they're dancing and playing uh, music, and yeah, you know. I
2: bet you they're a All work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I want to thank our guests on the program today. Jack Maury, stop by. Uh, Jack Maury is the man behind Maury's Piers and the big friggin' deal this week. Uh, is the same-day ride and water park combo ticket to Morris Piers for 70 bucks? You get unlimited rides an entire day on all three piers, both big water parks in Wildwood. You can get the deal now through Sunday only at com and use the keyword deal. And that's how you will get that. And also, he mentioned his... Um, his new uh nine hole par three golf course. He's
0: very uh very proud of that.
2: Yeah, it's called the Big Little Nine. And it's uh his way of trying to open up the game of golf to those who might find it intimidating or snooty. Yeah, elite and so on. And it's uh it's affordable and fun and easy for the beginner. So I like that I'm idea. gonna go play it. I'm yeah. definitely gonna go play it. And check that out. So uh, we also have Brian Callen. Brian at Helium Comedy Club Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tickets are available at heliumcomedy.com. We had a nice, long conversation with him. He had nothing but really nice things to say about this program, hey, too. It was very cool. Yes, yeah, we, we, we appreciate that. Most definitely. Pierre Robert is here. Good morning. Fresh from the weekend. Good to see you, Matt.
1: Good to see you, kids. Did
2: you have an enjoyable couple days?
1: Yes, very nice. Lovely Wonderful. weather yesterday and not so much... Saturday, but not, no,
2: but I tell you what, Sunday, yesterday, even though it was just a, a smidge cool, I loved it. Me just too. sitting perfect. outside and yeah. taking it in just for a perfect. bit. Yeah, I I was on Rittenhouse Square sitting in the park. <sighs> it was lovely. Perfect. It actually reminded me a little bit, like, especially in the evening, kind of California, like Northern California-ish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was Very wonderful. so, yeah. I, I uh, have a hundred of those days. That'd yes. be a nice one, it? <laughs> Maybe 200. So good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Anyway. Uh, shall we do the letter? Yes, please. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm.
10: Mm-hmm.
1: Just, uh, try this. And, um, and now the Preston and, <laughs> and Steve show is brought to you by the letter V as in victory. <laughs> Hang
2: on now. I'm going to try this again.
1: Preston and Steve oh! on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter.
2: That letter again?
1: V as <laughs> in victory. Yeah.
2: I didn't see that coming. Uh, I know. <laughs> First letter of five in the word. And we have the travel, travel table from Shift Outdoors to give away. A portable umbrella table that is super lightweight. It carries like a backpack. And the table and umbrella easily sets up in just a few minutes. And the anchor mat will keep it safe and set up perfectly, even in those gusty ocean breezes. And you can check it out now. It's S H F T. Outdoors.com I love this thing And free shipping on purchase of over $100 If you do uh, order there, Kathy So there's a free shipping thing there There you go Uh, So, uh, yeah, we'll give that away on Friday We might be giving one away on Friday At uh, Kenan's Irish Pub, yeah The official opening of the Jersey Shore So get yourself set for that Uh, What's up on your program today, Pierre?
1: We will have ACDC Workforce Block, Dirty Honey And Elton John uh, Lyricist Bernie Taupin had a birthday yesterday
2: Excellent. All right, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Manhattan Bagel, where sandwiches are always made to order. And finally brought to you by Polar Seltzer. Why be flat when you can sparkle? Sparkle. Refreshingly natural polar seltzer. Uh tomorrow's program, it's a Tuesday. We'll have a tattoo Tuesday to give away with that. Uh we will also find out who the coolest teacher of Bristol High School is. And um, we'll find out what else we can get into tomorrow together. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. <��attered> Preston
1: and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
4: Hey everybody, it's good to have you on <clears> the <throat> <inaudible> 2
7: <inaudible> What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify meal time today with Tavala. Go to tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.